When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Is this another ploy from Mike to try to get us to switch the theme of this podcast from Neil Young to the Jonas Brothers? Because this is like the fifth time you've tried that. Has it been that many times? Yeah. At no. least. Yeah. We're no. not doing it. We're not doing the Jonas Brothers. Well, I've lost a lot of respect for both of you guys. <laughs> no. No, no, no. You're, You're musicians. You should no. be able to recognize your talent. For the opposite reason. They're too good. They're too good. It, oh, they're so much better. Don't be, worthy. Yeah. Don't be intimidated. Don't be denied. the power of the Jonas Brothers. Mike, you made some damn delicious drinks here. You really like these? I think, you know what? This is this is great. So we're doing Harvest Moon. I'm thinking Harvest. I'm thinking we're here in Fitchburg, Massachusetts. Even though Lemonster is the home of Johnny Appleseed. And Mistress Carrie. And Mistress Carrie from the Mistress Carrie podcast. Um, so I figured since we're in the, uh, you know, in the... Uh, I don't think you should start it here. The home of Johnny Appleseed. Um, I figure I'd get some Carlson's. Again, orchards, with Carlson's cider. We want yeah, your one of the greatest. Uh, yeah, we want your sponsorship. Well, you we'll ma- get paid in product. That's fine. We keep saying that. So you you were making some as is tradition at this point. You were making some album themed cocktails, right? And you started with only two ingredients, and it just didn't have right wh- the Carlson cider and Jim Beam apple whiskey, which I normally wouldn't buy, but I thought it would be good with the with the apple cider. Yeah, but it was lacking something. And Luke said, hey, I've got some squirt in the fridge. Why don't you throw a squirt in there? And I said, okay. And I poured a little, you know, I yeah. gave it a little squirt. Magic. And all of a sudden, it was a much better cocktail. You squirted into the drink. I yeah. did. The squirt in the drink. And yeah. yeah. So, squirt makes everything better. It does. I feel like before all of this, you might need to do, do a little post work. Okay. And do like a have a and then i don't is it npr some sort of uh like a psa style announcement because oh you mean like programming brought to you by the Catherine no T and no Arthur, more oh. more like more like warning this episode contains a lot of russ fawning over ben keith <laughs> oh right because it is going to be non how about this um, I just want everyone to be fully aware and prepared. And okay. the following program contains extreme Ben Keith fellation from Russ Condom. <laughs> condom. Did I say condom? You did. Was Sorry, that a man. Freudian? Yeah, that was a Flo- Freudian slip. A Floydian? A f- that was a that was fucking a... Carlson's. And I just inhaled a number nine sub from <laughs> D'Angelo's with extra hot. You and ate extra that cheese. quick. I was hungry, man. All I've had today were two cookies. And a Slim Jim. Jeez. Wow. I brought some brown, uh, fudge that my friends made. Yeah, I don't know I if it's that. medicinal or not, so if ever you guys want to dig in, I'll I'm not going to go first. I'll try some. Do you um, really not know? I'm pretty sure it's not. Okay. I don't think they would have put it in this festive box. I don't know if I want to try I'm it I'm definitely going to try it now. Okay. Because I can, I, can, I can claim it. Well, try it now, so you know, by the end of the podcast, we'll know for sure. See you. 
Welcome to the Long May You Young podcast, the only podcast that covers Neil Young's catalog, album by album, by release. My name is Mike Shu. Thank you for uh, joining us. This is uh, Luke and Russ Condon Hi. from the Bandtown Meeting. Uh, we have a Neil hey. problem, and we uh, sit down in kind of a therapy-like alcoholic rage session and uh, talk about it every week. And so thank some you. of you guys listen to it for yeah, whatever for, and, reason. And actually say nice things, and we appreciate that. Because even it, even folks over in Belgium. Yeah, yeah, people in Belgium. Thank you very much. Who just we bought some merch. It. Yes, I'm going to be sending a T-shirt to Belgium. In fact, T-shirts are in. T- everything is in now. So you're going to, if you bought stuff on the longmayyouyoungpodcast.com website, you will be getting it shortly. And if you haven't, grab something, because now we're going to start mailing it out. It just came in yeah, like, we just got maybe it all. A, like a week ago. We had to take a week off for medical-ish well, stuff. but I, I kind of let out what it was on Twitter, oh, okay. so uh, I'm glad that Russ is here with us. And how did the penis reduction surgery go? It was good. Yeah. Um, are you down to six inches now? What are we talking it's a pushing seven. Okay, yeah. that's good. You still, that's fine. you yeah. know, you weren't modest about it, and you shouldn't be. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, yeah. you left I, a little. You left a little girth. Yeah, I mean, I feel like they could have taken off more. When getting your penis reduction surgery, <laughs> please keep these three things in mind. One. <laughs> that was it. That Consider was all, yeah. the foreskin. Consider donating your foreskin to someone less fortunate. Less fortunate. <laughs> All right. God damn it. <laughs> so yeah, we're the, the, so if you're looking for a Neil Young podcast, yeah, this unfortunately is it. we're the only one. Yeah. So, so you're this stuck is with what you have. These are your options. Yeah. Semen and foreskin. Just this. Right. You're looking for you love Neil. You've been you love podcasts. You right. want to yeah. you want to blend of the two. Yeah. This is your only option. Yeah. That's, what That's right. That's, That's what you it. got. You motherfuckers. Have because fun with we that. beat everyone else to it. <laughs> yeah. And now you're stuck with us. That's fucks. right. That's right. If you want some serious musical discussion, listen to Rock's back pages with noted rock critic Bar- Barry Fife. <laughs> I feel like I feel like I can't. I feel I, like I imagine some world where we get like ridiculously popular, and Neil has to come on, and he's like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" First of all, you guys are disgusting. Second all, second all, second, that's actually second a pill. All. Isn't it? I'm full of second all. Second all. Secondly, Luke, you're absolutely right about yeah. harvest. Neil. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's the one thing he wants to make perfectly clear. Right and thirdly. That. Back to the Future 2 is my favorite movie. And I just sold 50% of my songs to Second All. Ooh, oh, we got to talk about that a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I mean, obviously, following the footsteps of a few people, Dylan, probably the most famous. Yeah. Now, but, how much Dylan Dylan got, what, $30 million or something like that? I thought that? it was $300 million. Oh, was it three? That not makes more sense because how, it's Bob How much Dylan. of his catalog did he sell? All, he I think sold all of, all of it. All of it. Neil yeah. didn't do all of it. 50%, right? Yeah. And, and he, then um, Stevie Nicks sold all of hers for... Like a hundred million. What's really surprising is Lindsey Buckingham also did that, and it includes the songs he wrote for Fleetwood Mac. Really? And he only—I think he didn't get much that much more than Stevie Nicks, hmm. which I, surprises me. Because think about the hits that he wrote for Fleetwood right. Mac. I don't know yeah. who wrote 
which songs for Fleetwood? Well, he wrote like "Don't Stop Thinking About Tomorrow." Oh, and, really? You know, you I just go your own way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You okay. know, I mean, the, yeah, the huge. Like he was like yeah. a huge, huge hit writer. I mean, they both were. I yeah, I like Stevie a little more. Well, what do you want to get into that now, or do you want to do social media first? Um, I mean. We can. What do you think of it? What do you think of the fact that he did that? Is it hypocritical? Is it, or is it just a way to survive at this point? Well, I, I, I only know that he did it. I don't know what the conditions were. You know, like when John Lennon, or when no, when Yoko Ono sold. Well, I only dropped by to see what condition his condition was in. So. Oh, nice, awesome. No, word up to Kenny Rogers. Um, so when John Lennon, I believe, sold his. Or Yoko Ono sold the rights to John Lennon's songs, um, or when she let like Nike license them or something. Mm-hmm. I think John Lennon had a thing where it can only be used for charitable purposes. So I don't know what the conditions are on the portion of his music licensing that he sold. Yeah, I'm very curious about like, that. Are we going to see Budweiser using it? I don't. I mean, think that would so. be the ultimate revenge. Because I th- one of the spokesperson, I, it sounds like it's someone he trusts, obviously. But it sounds like what, what was the line? You're not going to see like yeah, I, I can't like, imagine f- like Ford of Gold, like or something right? Yeah, like that. I saw that too. Yeah, you're yeah. not going to see you know like a car commercial, or you might if Who it's knows? an electric car, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, it may it may align, but I think that you know it's Neil's music. It's only going to train companies. That's right, model trains. <laughs> model, yeah, yeah, model yeah. trains, not not and real pet stores that in, specialize huge, in exotic huge birds. Industry yes, these days, right. Yeah. He's going to give a portion of that to invest Model in trains are coming back. Yo. Whalebone comb industry. <laughs> um, so I, I personally, you know, I think we talked about this a great deal when we did this notes for you that an artist can do what they want with it. Yeah. To me personally, like when I heard Led Zeppelin doing a Cadillac commercial, it didn't stop me from loving Led Zeppelin. Right. And even though they had tons of money, and there are a lot of bands who use that money to maintain a certain level of independence when they make their music. And I know Neil is passionate not only about music, but like model trains, mm-hmm. but the electric car, uh, you know, sound quality, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of stuff, like the Pono system. Right. So maybe he can use that money to. But he also, further other projects that he wants to, you know, better the world. That's true. But he, he idealistically, what, that's what I'd like to think. Right. Or he's going to go out and buy a solid gold rocket car. Well, the thing that the <laughs> thing that cons- doesn't not really concerns me, but interests me the most is a silver spaceship. Yes, yes. exactly. Well, no, it's it's not even that it's Neil. So I mean, Neil's a part of it, but th- that especially Neil, as well as all these other people, it just seems like. It doesn't have. It feels like they know something that other people don't. Do you know that what I'm talking about? Like if yeah. they're all selling it, and not that I think the writing is on the wall for the way the music industry is shifting and the money that can right. be made. It's just right. You know, if they, you're not making money on album sales anymore, no. and so you're making Neil money Young, on playing live. Yeah. and people like think about it. Neil Young, Bob Dylan. Dylan. All right, so they're they're advanced in years. Touring isn't as easy as it used to be. Right. Uh, Stevie Nicks, well, and, same thing. And nowadays and Lindsay, you can't tour anyway. Yeah, right. Nowadays no. you can't yeah. tour, and and Lindsey Buckingham has been sick. You know, he so he can't really tour or perform live. Yeah, and with the pandemic, so yeah, this may be part of that. You know, or it may be that they know that you know 
the aliens are coming and they've all invested with Elon Musk in a spaceship to take them to a base that's already been constructed on Mars to They're going to fly the Mother Nature's race. silver seed exactly. to a new home in that's the That's exactly. And Neil we all know Mother's Na- Mother Nature's silver seed is just Neil Seaman. Right, in a cup. Mm-hmm. I do like that it's you guys now. It's not just me. No, we got it's we got we learned you. it from you, Dad. It's mostly we you. We learned it from you. <laughs> so what well what do you guys think? Like I I don't I don't mind it. I don't mind Dylan selling his stuff. I don't mind it. You know, because, it doesn't bother me. Yeah, it, it, that kind of stuff bothered me when I. For, this is this is funny, and it may be like a lot of people. It bothered me when I was younger. Really? But, yeah, but now it doesn't bother me so much. Now that I actually have bills to pay and a family to support and right. a mortgage and everything like that, yeah. you know, it's just it's just like well, you take it where you can get it. I and think, it, and I think that when Neil think, goes out there and sings, you know, Danger Bird, you know, he's still going to mean it. And he's not going to worry about you know whatever corporation's going to use it. Well, the thing with the thing that makes it different with Neil is because he literally made a whole album about it. Yeah, that's very it. You true. You know what I mean? Right? Yeah. About how he does he doesn't do that, and it's yeah. And again, while he made that album, he was also a fierce Reagan supporter. So it's like people change, people evolve, yeah. people yeah. adapt. So if he's doing it, then he knows something. And also, I don't I don't really judge anyone for if you write a song, if you write music. Do if you want to sell it, if you want to keep it, if you want do it's your it's your thing. Do exactly. whatever you want with it. Yeah, exactly. And the thing that would, I I don't know. Whatever. Who who cares? I'm still gonna love the guy, and I love his music. But it is it, it would be one of those things where it he's he's clearly outspoken about being kind of anti-capitalist. You know, so he, well anti-corporate. Yeah, anti-corporate, and also he's a a Bernie guy. And, mm-hmm. you know, as one myself, it would be sort of weird if all of a sudden there was a, like you said, a Ford fucking commercial where you hear a heart of Ford or whatever, right. like you said, right. which they said or won't, it's like, won't you know, happen. But I'm like, well, what is going to happen? Because he, he doesn't, it's weird because he sort of has this kind of relationship with Amazon, which is like sort of the biggest evil of all the... Does he? Yeah, yeah. He, he, he endorses Amazon because they use because they use high res. Yeah, they use a better streaming. sound system oh. to stream their music. But that's all he's vocal about as far as Amazon goes. A side note about Amazon and Neil Young. So I have uh, Amazon Alexa Echo Dot, you yeah. know, at home, and so I, I was curious about it, and I just said, "Hey Alexa, play Neil Young first song." Everybody's rocking. Nice. Was that's the really? first song it shows. Like playing, playing Neil Young from Amazon Music. That's and it was, I was why? like, really? Everybody's rocking? And then after that, I believe it was. I've done that on mine, and it, I think it. I don't. It always wasn't everybody's old man rocking. or heart of gold. Always. No, I had no. Mine was stuff. something weird. Mine was. I had welfare mothers too. right after everybody's really? rocking. Yeah. I don't. Huh. I don't think I ever have asked Alexa to play. Uh, just see well, what normally comes I tell her to play the album. Or yeah, I just say to the it. album. Yeah, because I'm well, more just say play Neil Young and see what. Oh, oh really? I also think do. the only reason Neil likes Amazon is because he doesn't know it's a company. He thinks it's the Amazon, and he's just that's true. Yeah, he, he doesn't. He does South he's, American. Of culture. course, I love the Amazon he, River. He does bring it up in Natural Beauty. <laughs> it br- it yeah. brings water. Yeah, it brings life. Yeah, you know it. It it. <laughs> Did you have you guys have you guys watched Eternal Orpheum yet on Neil Young Archives? No, but that clip he I said did. Was I started. Uh... He um he it's water is a theme in that. It's like the oh, really? sponsor. 
He had people make commercials. I saw about that. Did you I see saw that? Because I started. He's on watching stage. It. He's like, "This show is brought to you by water." <laughs> it starts with a little, like a uh, like an ad, almost an ad. Yeah, it's like a soft sell and ad then it's, for water. Yeah, and it, it's yeah. like side effects include, you know, yeah, happiness, good, and, happiness, yeah. and good health, and everything yeah. like that. So, and it's like little girls it. doing it too. Like, there's like the sound of like some some little kids that are. Oh yeah, like, it's like a, the voice. The voiceover yeah, the done by like, like a little, a little kid, girl really? saying like how yeah. great water is and. Did you see the video? There was a going. It's on YouTube. Go, segwaying back to Harvest Moon for uh, Old King. No, when he was playing it live, he to- was telling a story about his dog named Elvis. Oh, was that from the which film is that? The Trunk. I don't remember. Show was Emmy Lou Harris doing it with him? No, no, no. I didn't see. It's, oh, okay. I, it was just audio, but it was a video oh, with okay. audio over it. But right. he's telling the story, and people. I never get people who yell while artists are talking. It's fucking weird. You know what it is? It's because they're shit-faced. It's exactly what yeah. it is. And you know yeah. what else it is? They all go on to uh, perform a fucking coup against the United States. <laughs> right. Those, yeah. the, yep. the all of the who people that yell out at artists, especially people. when they're right. trying to tell a story. Why don't you play went, something good? Went on to storm the Capitol. And also, <laughs> not, only, not only that, but they also were against Black Lives Matter peaceful protests and then went on to storm the Capitol in <laughs> right. fits of violence. Right. And, yeah. Yeah, and they they care about you know blue lives matter but right. they pepper spray police yeah, and they exactly. literally beat a cop to guys... death with a fire extinguisher right. exactly and almost crushed fucking one to death assholes in a, in a fucking... every one of them yeah. right and okay he... so we're cool with neil young selling his his license. yes wait right. hold on right, real good. quick to okay. go... yeah, 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 I, yeah, I, yeah we don't want to spend a lot of time on that because okay. people i'm sure are sick of it but it people is on the street. fucked but did you see that the video of that woman who's like they because remember how they yeah. you, you put, posted a, where they put the Animaniacs yeah. to that? Oh my god, thing. yes! But did you? <laughs> but did you see that she has an onion? What? No. She, yeah, someone like slowed it down. She has an onion in her towel. No, it's oh. not an onion. I I I saw a thing on that. It's actually Antifa in the towel. Oh, I'm oh sorry. My god. It's, an, it's an Antifa. <laughs> <laughs> All right, please. Okay, sorry. Uh, please. What the fuck was I gonna say? Oh, right, so, so he's telling the story about Old King. Right. He's about to play the song, and he's telling a story. He's setting it up. And Neil, we've all seen Neil. He's a fucking funny guy. He's entertaining yeah, he even is. between he's songs. He's very funny. Yeah. And then some asshole just yells something like, get on with it or get to the point. And oh, he like, I he, told you about this. Did you? Uh, oh, yeah. Early on in the podcast. It, I think oh, I don't it, really listen to what you say. Sorry. It's fine. Early on, there was like a... I remember we were talking about Farm Aid or something. And I brought up when Neil was like, maybe it was off mic. He just I, he just called him a dickhead. He's yeah, like, and he totally like, he's he, like, listen, buddy. Yeah, yeah he's like, I'll, he's, get, I'll get to it when I fucking get to it. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, dickhead, yeah. and then the crowd goes fucking. Yeah, and they nuts. all go wild. Yeah, but can it's you great. imagine te- going to a Neil Young or any artist mm-hmm. paying tickets? And I think it, maybe he's done it twice it? because the one I saw, he wasn't talking about old. You, King. This was about old you, King. What you? Come on, you got that happens all the time. You're like, can you imagine? That doesn't happen at your fucking true. shows. Someone goes. Someone doesn't yell at least fucking free bird at least once while you guys that are fucking happened. playing. Yeah, I guess, like we know the people. People but don't, we don't yell. We don't really linger too long between songs. Okay. And also, right. we're fucking hilarious between songs. Oh really? Yeah, we're just very gifted. Does it make you guys? I mean, I'm excited that we're on Harvest Moon, but does it make you nervous that we're in the '90s? Like we're. No, I think the '90s was a banner year for Neil. I oh, think no. he did some of his best work in the '90s. I'm excited. What yeah. I mean is like. We're we're fucking flying through these. Yeah, I mean, not flying like we started well, six months ago. I think this ago, podcast but... will technically be done in. Don't say that, Russ. Well, don't you know you, what? As Russ, far as what our mission statement if, is, if he, we don't have we 
We've it, got like a it, few months. If he keeps putting out releases, like Not archive months, re- uh, archive like, releases it'll at, be the, this at year. the same pace he's doing now, we're going to be doing this for the next 10 years. Can I propose something? Yeah. To uh, Mike? Yeah. Will you marry Neil? No. He, I'd marry Neil Peart if he was still alive. We don't need to bring that up, Mike. I don't want to get you crying. Just give me a minute. <laughs> no. For, a for real proposal this here. This isn't everybody's rocking, Luke. No, listen. So we're we're starting to we're starting to come down the home stretch of albums here, and I know we're gonna do I mean, like not, a, really not we're really. kind of halfway. Yeah, we're you like, think we're halfway. Yeah. yeah, we're we're not halfway, but we're we're getting into modern Neil here. Like he's older. So I mean, but so what? Let but me get, we're twenty twenty one, so we're thirty years, you know, away. <laughs> no, that's true. So yeah, well, we're so, not. But what my proposal is to extend it a little more. Okay. So I think it's a travesty. That Harvest Moon mm-hmm. gets the same length of time as Trans and Landing on Water. Okay, like as far as us listening. So when when you we had to, to cancel for Russ's surgery, we had two weeks, and I remember texting. <laughs> we were all texting like, "This is great. We get a little bit extra, right? A little yeah. bit extra time to listen to this album." And right. I love. Except this for album. Russ, he gets a little extra taken off. That's right. true. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But he had more time to listen to this. That's album. true. Also, I yeah. like you said, I donated it. Yeah, yeah good for you. Yes. Yeah. I hope that child is warmer. All right, <laughs> go ahead, Christ. Luke. Well, you tell me. <laughs> God, you guys are fucking gross. Oh, yeah, we're gross. <laughs> it's a new year, new me. Okay. Anyway, maybe we <laughs> sprinkle in some bonus episodes in between. Like, if there's an album, like, if Mike, even if, like, like, like one of us is like, I, I really want to spend more time on this album. We can be like, hey, let's let's do a bonus this week. That or we'll talk about a DVD, or we'll we'll have a guest on, or well, something. Yeah, we've been doing that though, Luke. Yeah. We've been talking. You know, we should talk about the the films coming up. No, we, totally. You know, I've been trying to find Spooner Oldham. I've been wanting to get him on for you a while. lost him. I did. We I gave know, you one job. I don't know where he was. He got off his leash, wandering around Worcester somewhere. He got a, he got a <laughs> scent, and he went straight into the woods. <laughs> um. But yeah, no, we're gonna we're gonna do yeah, that. Right. You know, we, I'd like to talk to Jimmy McDonough, who wrote Shaky. We should. That'd be great. You know, or you know, we I can just, also we, we'll do the bonus stuff. Yeah, I just had this we idea. We could also do two parters of things. Yeah, like yeah. Harvest Moon might need to be. A, a, yeah, we'll see. You know, I just had this idea though. We should talk to Neil Young. Has anyone reached out? Now, who's that? I never thought of that. He's the artist we're talking about. Is he? Yeah. <laughs> All right. I thought this was. All right, this oh, I good. thought it was Neil Young, the soccer player that was trending today, that scared the shit out of me when I what? looked at Twitter. So this guy, uh, a guy I know, Trev Allen, he's the host of this podcast called the Struggling Artist Podcast. Yeah, excellent podcast, by the way. He'd like, talk, pa- he'd like to talk. He'd like to talk to you guys. Pantheon? No, it's not. But he'd like to talk to you guys about town meeting. Um, he sends me. He sends me. A, he sends me a, a text saying, "Hey, Neil Young is trending today." And I look at that this morning. I'm like, holy fuck. So I get right on Twitter. It's Neil Young, some fucking soccer player from England <laughs> who told his coach to fuck off or, or scored something. I don't know what it was, but I was like, oh, fucking, you know. You I, know what? It's probably actually Neil Young. Time traveled oh, from the 70s right. to play soccer in England. Right. Fuck off. I always wanted to be a soccer player. <laughs> Green card, but, gold card, who gives a shit? I live but, in England now. Fucking the tea trains and, and, tea and the, crumpets and <laughs> fucking the queen. It scared the fuck out of me because I saw it. He was it was the number one well, trend. Were, were for you a little afraid while. he Yeah, I was died. afraid he died. Yeah. He died, yeah. I was like, holy shit, he's I can't he and I looked I at it, I'm like, Oh thank God. He's, I don't know what I'm gonna do. He's just gonna jump around in time. It's not does. gonna happen. That's true. No. Let me read some reviews. If you leave okay. us a five star review, we'll read it. We have a couple new reviews. This is from Nick Ander Hoey. 
Five ragged but glorious stars, he says. Uh-huh. Your podcast has been a true gem. The three of you have created such a fun world every week. I love Neil, and I laugh out loud wow. every show. I can't believe how much I love Ragged Glory, a perfect jam. Yeah. Been listening to Weld, getting ready, all electric live set. It's excellent. Agree on all that, for sure. Nice. Except yeah. for the part that... The part of, but we're creating a perfect world. We're trying to do the opposite of that. Yeah. Anyway. Who um, was the leading character in a perfect world? Wasn't that a soap opera? I don't know. I've never seen it. All right. Never mind. Um, <laughs> I've seen Perfect Strangers. <laughs> That's a great Deep Purple album. It is. Is it? I yeah. Um, the other one is from Dim-23 underscore Weesh. <laughs> uh, great show, <laughs> they say. Only complaint I have is about Mike and his distaste for Cripple Creek Ferry. They should have ha- They should have cut Oh Lonesome Me and made Cripple Creek three minutes oh my and 47 God. seconds long. You are a fucking... <laughs> Asshole, savage, soulless robot, fuckboy. I can't believe you want to cut Oh Lonesome Me. Oh my God. I think I. No, don't agree with that dick. <laughs> no, I'm not agreeing. I'm a little bit of agreeing. I don't know why you hate Cripple Creek Ferry. It's just lame. It's just like. You're it's weird. like, you know what it is? It's a bread fucking sandwich. It's like Hootie and the fucking Blowfish. Oh, an awesome There's no band? fucking. Ta- what? <laughs> There's no fucking taste. There's no spice. There's nothing in it. Okay, it's bullshit. Hey, watch it's out. It's filler. Okay? Don't don't you be fucking talking shit about Hoot. Don't you don't talk, you talk shit, shit about, about hoot. the Hoot. Oh, fuck Mike, you guys. When we started this podcast, we told you there's one there's two rules. One, we don't talk about Fight Club on this podcast. Two, we don't talk shit about Hootie. You don't blow up the Hoot. Hashtag don't Wait, blow up the Hoot. What about the other rule of not bringing up the uh the thing I brought up earlier. I don't bring it up because I follow that rule. All right, fine. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, Hootie begat Nickelback. You know, it's just... it's just Another a, great band. It's a bread sandwich, man. A delicious sandwich. It's bullshit. It's not even good bread. It's Wonder Bread. Mike, look at these photographs. <laughs> Fuck you. Stop. <laughs> Uh, all right. Uh, is, that, is that what you get? Are you done with your fucking yeah. Hootie and the Blowfish blowjob? I'm I'm more and more impressed that people listen to this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not impressed. I'm just I'm stunned. I'm it's not impressed. It's stunned. It's also you can see in Russ's face he plays along and then he just gets to this point. He like hits a wall where he's like, I just want to talk about Neil. Now. You too? Yo, you too good for Hootie talk? <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, from the Neil Young subreddit no, on I Reddit. No, I just think which, I'm like, what the why are there's no fucking way people are enjoying this. You're overthinking it. <laughs> yeah, you are. You're just let it. I just, just want to talk about Ben Keith. Just let it flow. It's coming, Russ. I don't we'll even know who it. that is. On uh, the Neil Young subreddit, jiggling, which is on Reddit. Is that oh, me or is no, that you? Me. Oh, okay. Um, where all, there's a lot of great Neil Young discussion up there, and there's you know you guys post uh, your covers of Neil Young on the Long May You Young Podcast dot com site. Um, there's a lot of great people out there who do some really great covers. You can check those out on the Neil Young subreddit. But this is from High Heeled Hose. <laughs> and this is posted under the Ragged Glory episode that uh, I posted up there. It said, I uh, wanted to thank you and the boys for doing the podcast. Longtime AAF listener got on Breaking the Ice and ended up here. Never listened to Neil much, but I've listened since episode one on and off. I really got into Neil with Time Fades Away nice. and the story behind the tour. Cool. Since episode five, I was hooked. 
By the end of tonight's the night, I was a full blown Neil Young fan. Nice. Cool. I listen along of our podcast. That's what he's saying. Awesome. Oh yeah, uh, or she? I'm not quite sure. I listen along week after week. Or they playing the album you guys are about to talk about on repeat, except the mid '80s. I love that. I find myself excited <laughs> for the podcast. Oh great! I That's, love that. Um, so this person didn't didn't couldn't get through the '80s. <laughs> Right, it's tr- it's tough. It's no, tough. man, that's yeah. We barely yeah. made it we, through the eighties. Yeah, we barely. We made had it some episodes where we yeah. were ready to. Fuck this guy's we actual were... name is John. <laughs> so were... thank you very much, John. That oh, was really cool. nice of you to say. I'm glad that we could inspire nice. inspire someone to, you know, in between all the talk about Hootie and Cum, that you can actually go and seek out Neil's music Hootie and listen and the cum to it. Fish? Yeah. Hootie and the Lungfish. <laughs> I really thought this first episode of the year was going to be more. Is this the first episode of the year? I guess it yeah, is. It is. Right. is it really? Well, it's off to a good oh, start. Happy New Year, Happy boys. New Year, yeah. um, started off interesting. <laughs> Talking Idiot said about the Weld episode on the discussion around Hey, Hey, My, My. I have to agree with you. Never been a huge fan of the song on its own, but both times I saw Neil with Crazy Horse, mid-90s, they opened with that. It's the. Pr- I mean, who was, were you, were, you were kind of saying you weren't, you didn't think was, I didn't. I didn't like this version as much as previous versions. Right, and you thought it was. You didn't like the way he he opened with it because he you why well, you thought he did that. I thought with, he did that, but yeah, he. But didn't, you, yeah. you didn't think it was a good opener. So this is what he's referring to, and he said, uh, "Saw Neil with Crazy Horse in the '90s. They opened with that. It's the perfect song to open a show. There were a few big candles on the stage, but otherwise the lights were out. They'd start the song in the dark, loud as hell, and then the lights came on a few bars in. That's and awesome. The band yeah, started you would love playing. that. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. absolutely set the tone for a hell that of riff, a show I both mean, times. Come on. Yeah. Nobody stand in this 20 by 20 foot circle here. Why not, Neil? I'm putting a big ass candle over here. <laughs> I want like a fucking 30 foot candle. And I want fucking, I want little Chewbacca's to fucking light <laughs> little it. Little Chewbacca's. <laughs> I hope Neil gets a tour again so we can see little tiny baby little Yodas. baby Yodas. Yeah, some Grogu's lighting yes. candles. I want some little Grogu's. <laughs> Neil saying Grogu. Grogu. That's dude. Get me a couple of Grogu's. <laughs> Neil has a Mandalorian. I need a gaggle of Grogu's. A gaggle. I don't take my helmet off. <laughs> I call it Old Black the helmet. Long may you Grogu. <laughs> hey, Bill Burr. <laughs> On uh, on our uh, Twitter feed at Long May You Young, so I follow a guy on there and in my my own Twitter, uh, Eric Alper, and he I think he works with Fuse TV in Canada. He's nice. a Canadian music writer. He writes for a lot of different people, but he's he's great on Twitter and he always puts out these questions. So he put out this question: What is a, a really great song that features harmonica? And I said, Oh, I got to retweet this on yeah. Long May You Young. So I did that, saying, Hey, youngsters, <laughs> what? You know what? You have any answers for? Uh, yeah, for Eric blues Alper. traveler, run around. Yeah, yeah. Whoa, well, there there were actually a lot of answers like that, right? Yeah. But you know, obviously, a lot of Neil Young tunes came up, and then the No Filler podcast tweeted back, and they asked, "What's your threshold for Young?" And I said, "I'm thinking, okay, well, they're probably talking about the '80s and the experiments he did with genres and how far would it take and stuff like that." But I wasn't sure, so I tweeted back, "What do you mean?" Mm-hmm. And then they tweeted back. Well, we're 33. Are we still youngsters? <laughs> and I'm thinking, oh, they really think like I was saying youngsters. <laughs> so they must think I'm a total pedophile. Right. Yeah. Do you want to get into Harvest Moon? Yeah, I do. Fucking More than you can even imagine. Ben Keith, baby. Yeah, the return of a lot of people. I mean, Everyone. Yeah. This is, yeah. This is essentially what, a Stray Gators album. Well, what's funny is Neil like kind of promoted this as 
a sequel to Harvest. Which it 100% to the, is. Well, hold on. To the lead up to the release. Then once it was released, Neil started shooting all that down. Saying, sure, Harvest is also in the title and all the same people are playing on it, but it's not a sequel. If you want it to be a sequel, that's fine, but it's not like a second part to Harvest or anything. And you know what? I agree with him. Really? Because yeah, let's, let's be real so. about this. Let's be real. It's sure, it's, he, yeah, he's got his own it, thing. Yeah, he's, sure. got, he's got the name in the title, right? Harvest yeah. Moon. So it's kind of like a day-night thing. Harvest, Harvest Moon, right? Yes. He's got all the same musicians coming back for it, right? Yeah. Except for Elliot Mazur didn't produce it. He didn't record it in Nashville. But if you put the two, if you listen to both albums back to back, do they sound like each other? They're no, but they're no. close enough. It, this could. I don't even think they're I think close. You're, I think you're thinking sequel as an insult. I don't think sequel. No, is I'm an not. Insult. I'm, no, I'm not thinking sequel as an insult. I think it's a sequel in all the best ways. Like this, to me, this couldn't be more of a sequel if Doc Brown showed up at the end of harvest and said get in we're going to fucking harvest moon and, See, and neil said get... i don't even need your fucking car because i'm a time traveling vampire and i can well, do it going, with a snap of my fingers we don't need roads <laughs> See, mike doesn't get that reference because well know. he gets it because he's seen he's seen the first one yeah. but like i think there's literally he has a song that's just old man part two do you well, know which what one's it, that not lyrically but you and me the chords, he, it, it's. I'm like, this sounds a lot like old man. Why? Because he says old man. No, and then he says there. it. Listen to that. Yeah, song. that's like the one song where I feel like he kind of nods his head at. And that song was written around that same time yeah. as Harvest, a, right? A or at least of, it was a bunch started. Of them back were, then. Even unknown some legend of them was were, written around that them, time. No, not the whole thing. Not the whole thing. Yeah, but he because played then with he, it. yeah, he he started writing it around then. But then all, it was clear a lot of like that sort of clearly was about Peggy. Uh, what? It's but it's like a mixture. It's Peggy and it's his first wife. Yeah, I, yeah, I think so. unknown. No, to me, unknown, unknown legend. Both feature Peggy and yeah. Susan. It was it Susan Acevedo. Acevedo, yeah. yeah. Who who was his first wife? Who ran that cafe in Topanga Canyon? But I think it's there's probably a little carry in there too. And to me, unknown legend. And we'll get into it when we get to the song. That's more of like a what his ideal well, woman yeah it's would weird be. because there's a blend right because yeah. and then with Hank to Hendrix there's a blend there too cuz that's Carrie and Susan too like well, there's the whole divorce yeah. the the uh, there's a whole California other theory style I, divorce there's thing a whole other theory i have on that song too yeah, that's yeah. not not actually wife i want to say this and i told this to Luke earlier this might be one of the best out the first four sorry the first the best first Six songs in an album. In I, my opinion, every oh, the oh. first six songs of this album are fucking. I don't know if I agree with that. What of the first six songs do you not like? Zuma and On the Beach. I mean, as far as like being better than that, it, the first six are great, but I think mm, like no, there's. I feel like there's songs on Zuma and even on On the Beach that you were you didn't like as much. Whereas this album, I'm prom. I don't know. I don't know how you feel about this know. yet, but. The first six songs in this album are fucking incredible. Even Harvest's first six are like yeah. pretty damn perfect. Mm. Eh. I'm not a big fan of the Jack Nietzsche, Nietzsche stuff. stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but the Nietzsche stuff is later, isn't it? In Harvest, no. no also, the, the Man one Needs a Maid is like the third oh, that's or fourth yeah, song yeah. in there. Yeah. But then the one Nietzsche song, which and don't get me wrong, don't get me wrong. Man Needs a Maid is it's great. Great. You know what? If you and there's a great song without the Nietzsche stuff. Right. If you hear an acoustic solo version of that song, it's so much better than the Nietzsche version that's on Harvest. Yeah. But I gotta I gotta tell you right up front, I was never a huge fan of this album. Really? It's good. 
I like it, and I've, I've really enjoyed listening to it for two weeks. There's been, not been a painful moment at all, except for fucking Such a Woman. Such, Such a Woman, woman. But, um, is hard to The get one through. Nietzsche song. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it's like, I've never really gone back to this album a lot. It might have something to do with I was when I was working at a radio station. <laughs> this Jack Nietzsche sucks so bad. I'm sorry. I thought he was actually really He's good. He's talented. He's talented as fuck, but man, he just... when He, produced, he hates Crazy Horse. He fuck him. He does hate Crazy Horse. Yeah, yeah it's for real. Um... But, so, come on, but come on the podcast if you're still alive. Yeah, sure, Jack. We'll talk to you. Really we don't even Jack, know if you're alive. <laughs> um, when this album came out, I was working at a, a radio station in Richmond, Virginia, and it was a AAA station. Which I don't know what a, that means. Uh, do you guys know the river from yeah. here? Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. They've changed a little bit, but they, they were like a good example. First of a radio AAA station, station to Playtown Meeting, by the way. Oh, really? The yeah, so, so we would play a lot of stuff like you guys, but it wasn't like the heavy rocking stuff or anything. Yeah. And, this album came out. We played this a lot. We played like I think four songs off this album. Really, frequently. Do you remember which four? Yeah, it was Unknown Legend. It was Harvest Moon, War of Man, Hank and Hank to Hendrix. Yeah. yeah. So those mm-hmm. are the. And so I heard it a lot. And at first I really liked it, and then I kind of got sick of it after a while, and yeah. I went back to. So this is I went when back it came to, out. This is when it came out. Yeah. I would ninety three or 92? I would keep going back to Weld and yeah. you know and, um, so that might have something to do with it. Why I never went back to it a lot because I heard a lot of it. Yeah. Um, okay, that makes sense. But I, it's never been like. I always go back to everybody knows this is nowhere. I always go back to. Oh yeah. To tonight's the night. I've I've gone back to stars and bars. I think more than Harvest Moon. And and, you know, Rust Never Sleeps, and Ragged Glory. I've gone back to way more than Harvest Moon. And maybe I do like Neil with Crazy Horse more than anything else. Yeah, uh, but I'm not saying it's a bad I, album. I'm just saying this album would never really hit me like it, like a lot of people. Like you is, guys yeah. love this album. This is album. controversial. I I need Neil with Ben Keith, and so if it means not having the horse, you like you. I like, just need Neil with Ben Keith. In my opinion, Neil's best fucking shit always involves Ben Keith. Uh, see, I I, mm. I almost it's always. Top, Don't it's get top me wrong. Notch. Crazy the crazy horse stuff is incredible and you it can't be denied i think he's best with crazy i'm actually with mike on this one no no in my opinion it would be crazy it would be partly crazy horse partly ben keith and 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 then you would love tonight's the night i do love tonight's yeah, night, and i love on the beach uh, that's yeah. what i'm saying yeah the, the horse that's not the horse though is it no on the beach, on the beach is not the horse yeah it's, but tonight's the night is tonight's the night ben is, keith is a with mix. the horse what yeah. what is it about yeah. what is it can you About put ben to words? Keith? Yeah, like why? He's so fucking talented, yeah. dude. No, this, this album. It's are hard you to put into me? words how great Ben Keith is. Yeah, yeah. and while well, did he produce this? Yeah, he was part one of he the producers. Produced this. For this. Yeah, yeah, he's listed. He's a yeah. credited, paid. He's a producer of this. Right. And he produced fucking. He's he's, not. I think we've talked about <laughs> we've talked about it, but he produced Jewel's like huge, the thing that launched Jewel into the ether too, whatever the name of that album was, but. I don't remember, but Jewel, that whole, like, with, with all her hits. I totally forgot about her. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's right. I she like had... Jewel. I can get down with Jewel. Yeah, I like Jewel. These hands. But Ben Keith is, like, the perfect, he's he's just one of those guys who immediately connected with Neil. Yeah. Well, Attitude-wise well, you talk and about playing. Harvest, and that's where yeah, he, and he, was, he got introduced. He was such a, he, he was one of the people who really made that album. Yeah. You know the the playing on Harvest was so sparse, and he filled those and, big and, spaces and, with that. And it wasn't like 
obnoxious and it wasn't overplaying. It was just right. Yeah. He just yeah. laid in and that's one why note this that could album, fill the space. Dude, the same thing with this album. Yeah. Well, and, and I'm going to just, spoiler alert, one of these days is my is my top song. Probably is my it favorite, really? Yeah. It's a good probably one. my favorite song. And because if you listen to what Ben Keith does, it is so tasteful and just it is so fucking beautiful. And the idea and shoo, of- all at all at uh all the stories we've gone through in this podcast of Neil being kind of kind of a dick a lot of times. Sure. Mm-hmm. And just all the shit with the drugs and the alcohol and people getting in fights and this happening here and there and just everything, right? It seems to me like Neil and Ben never had that. Mm. They were I don't know. No, Neil Neil was tough on Ben too. Yeah, and there's I, I got to get the facts right, but Ben actually made a Christmas album, and he felt that, and other there were other guests on this Christmas album, like you know because Ben's played with everybody, yeah, and like Johnny Cash and stuff. So Neil called Johnny Cash apparently saying, "Hey, um, I think we're being had on this Christmas album thing because there were some backdoor deals where." you know, they had to play on somebody else's album that was on the label or something like that. And Johnny Cash was like, yeah, I think we're being had here. And so he like held up the release of Ben Keith's Christmas album because of that. I mean, there's, there's been some tension there. Okay. I wasn't aware of that. But no, but, but as a collaborator, yeah, he's one of the best. And Neil said that he, in like when, when Ben passed years ago, Neil was saying, I don't think I'll ever work with another slide player because he just his love for Ben was just you know, and one of my favorite Neil songs of all time is is just him and Ben which for one? the for the turnstiles yeah which uh, is and he's just, not even playing pedal steel on that yeah he's playing do uh like a dobro like a dobro or is and he playing singing. the banjo no Neil's playing banjo Neil's playing banjo yeah, yeah. Huh. and it's just stripped down it's just the two of them and I just love Ben's voice I don't know I've just I'm not saying I'm not saying I don't I think. It's obviously fucking top notch. I mean, Harvest. Ben is sings in this one too. He does, album, ben does yeah. a lot. He plays bass. He does like a lot of shit mm. in this album. I just, I think I agree with Mike that I think the horse, the energy of those I'm, albums. I know, but it's yeah. tough. It's I'm a not, tough I'm, call. Yeah, it's and it's not like one's way because better. there's it's, horse albums that I'm like, eh, nope, you, I don't, I don't, I won't ever listen to again. Yeah, well, there you, are albums on, that Ben Keith plays on that I definitely won't listen to again. Old ways. Yeah, old ways. Everybody's like rocking. You know, I like everybody's rocking. Yeah. I mean, I like it too. I like. But no, I, don't I like think this I'll ever notes for you. I'd, I'd but be... more than crazy horse stuff. No, but like I don't like life. Really? Yeah, that's like the one exception, though. No. Name another one that we've covered so far. That crazy horse plays on. Um. Besides life, because I agree with you on. Yeah, life. I agree with you on life. Yeah. Uh, whatever. I I can't think. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. There's there's no, not totally. another one. Yeah. But but I, no. I'm also like, well, it's the duality of Neil. It's the yeah. it's it's literally Hank and Hendrix. Well, and and you know also I mean? Ben has been uh, has done more with Neil than the Crazy Horse. Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. Ben's at this point. I think Ben's been on more albums than the Horse has. Yeah, that's true. And and probably toured with him more. Because there was all the contention between him and certain uh, between Ralphie and Billy at times, where you'd either have Ken, uh, you'd either have Kenny Buttry or Tim Drummond like switching in off. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or or other guys, uh, like who who was the other guy? Um, fucking well, Kunkel well, would come in. Russ Kunkel. Yeah, yeah. The Kunkel. You know? He'd get Kunkeled. He'd get Kunkeled. <laughs> so yeah, I think Ben was there and was more consistent and more reliable and more. Um, 
he, he just was more, I, I think, loyal. Let me tell you a little story about Harvest Moon. Literally. Here's a story. So Neil wants to start the recording process, and they bring in uh, this engineer named John Noland, who's never worked with Neil before, but has is like has worked with Ben Keith a lot. That sounds way too much like Josh Dolan. And so John <laughs> Noland. Hey Neil. It's so I've ne- I don't even know how to play an instrument. Um <laughs> how good your Dolan is. <laughs> so they, he walks into the studio and he's like, Neil's coming by. He's going to be here in 20 minutes. He wants to record some stuff. And Nolan's like, okay. And he's like flabbergasted because he's so excited and he's trying to set things up. Neil shows up, goes into the studio, starts playing. He's adjusting sound with Ben Keith, trying to get the right tone on the guitar and stuff like that. Neil's playing. And Neil, the song Neil is playing is Silver and Gold. Which doesn't show up until that album, actually. The Ru- Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer album. No, no, no. No. Silver, Silver and gold. And gold. No, Silver Lives. and gold. Burl Lives. Rudolph. Uh, fuck so you. John Nolan gets on the intercom and he goes, okay, I think we're set. You want to roll Stop one? Stop doing that with the mic stand. Yeah, here. it's really, it sounds like we're on a Jesus. fucking stagecoach in here. Um, <laughs> Sorry. So John Nolan gets on the intercom and goes, hey, um, do you want to start, we want to try to do a take? And Neil's like, you weren't recording there? Oh, no. I've been trying to get this song down for 10 years, and I was really doing it there. And both John Nolan and Ben Keith said they felt awful. Oh, my God. And Shit. then he just... So, Ben Keith... Ben should have known better, probably. Ben should have Ben better. should have, because yeah. Ben knows David Briggs, and that's David Briggs' <laughs> one Noel's rule. And like, start rolling right away. Once we're, Neil yeah. walks in the building, Record. just start rolling. Yeah. yeah. You know, so... but. No, as far as the different, I think they're too different to say one they is, are. One is yeah, better than different. the other. No, yeah. Because Crazy Horse is basically like a garage bar band. Yeah. And Ben Keith is like this multi-instrumentalist who, you know, knows the nuances of, of the artists he's playing with and will play to the song yeah. and is disciplined and... Well, he's yeah. found he's found his city and he's found his country. That literally right, is exactly. a theme on yeah, every other go. album. Yeah, that's, that's his great city way is it. Crazy Horse and his country is Ben Keith. Yeah. And not you can't have one without the other. But also, Ben can fit into that. Like, and he has. You see with tonight's yeah. the night. Yeah. yeah. But and also the horse can get because a in my opinion, softer. tonight's the night. It, it it might as well be a horse out. It's it's that same like raw loose. Right, fucking I think garage. You, I, you're coming at it like me and Mike. I hate Ben Keith. We no, don't. No, I don't. Just because you have doing a this massive podcast, erection right now doesn't not mean not that massive anymore. Not yeah, anymore. It's actually significantly. You know, I mean, it's surgery, big, but, but it's not. You know, it's, it's not like you know, you know as much as it was. You know, it's not an unknown legend. <laughs> <laughs> no, now it's an unknown legend. Before it was a very well known legend. <laughs> Before it used to All work right. in a diner. <laughs> well, listen. Um, yeah, Ben Keith uh, was one of the producers on this, and um, this again we talked about this on the last episode. Neil suffered from severe hearing damage, tinnitus, right? Tinnitus, and then there was called hypercosis or something, and it just—it it, was actually a more rare form of tinnitus called tinnitus the night. Oh, I knew that was coming. I was Jesus. hoping we just kept moving forward before that came out of his fucking mouth. I got my eyes glowed when I uh, thought of that tinnitus the nightus. Um, so Bruce Barry needed a hearing aid. So I just want to read this this quote from Neil from an interview he did Fuck with noted music critic Greg Cott. Um, he said, "Playing that hard and that loud for that long is like spending the winter in the Arctic and then the summer in the Arctic and then finally deciding, well, 
let's go to Florida for this winter. You got to have relief. That's what acoustic music is like to me. <laughs> let's go to Florida and take a evening coconut ride. Did they record this in Florida? No, they did not. They recorded this, I believe, at the ranch. Yeah. And then the, I believe Natural Beauty is taken from a live performance from Portland. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did, a, he did a, an acoustic tour before releasing this album where he played like all these songs. He did one of those Neil tours where he was just playing new stuff. And it was just him acoustic. And yeah. then he was throwing in like super obscure stuff like Home Fires and Hitchhiker and stuff that wasn't even released and stuff like that. But um, So well, he wanted to make a really quiet album because of his hearing damage. And so he didn't use a pick in a lot of What's funny is that most people would assume the hearing damage, because like the last album you get like Ark and Weld, and you're like, yeah, that would probably be it. But it was actually from all the trains. It was from all the... The uh, model trains? The model trains, yeah. Are those loud? Yeah, they're really loud. Really? The, the way Neil, he sets them up to an Oh, because he, he has the little hoo-hoo in high res, and that just And it pierces. comes through yeah. those huge amps. Right. That he, yeah. those, those weren't fake. Those were real right. amps. He, he, yeah. It's true. Yeah. He had Larry Craig engineer the whole fucking <laughs> model train sound. It is, it is like a very obvious... Like when he when he when you find that out, you're like, oh yeah, that makes sense. This, after Ark and Weld, yeah, I know, yeah, he did. Yeah, the, you he know had what to give else? Though, you know what yeah. though? Too is Neil. So he gets tonight. So okay, he gets sick essentially. Then he makes a great album. Yeah, there you go. Right. right? Yeah, so we're back right, to yeah. original Neil yeah. getting sick and writing fucking four hits. What's funny is he wrote the song that we don't like, while Ark was playing in the other room. Such a woman. Yeah. Really. So that he was like, makes a lot of he was like sense. listening to a mix of Ark, and then he had this idea, and, and he went to other on a piano. So Lyrically, it's beautiful. Played such a such a woman, and we'll get to it. Yeah, we'll get yeah. to it. But I, it's grown on me a little bit, like a wart. <laughs> yeah, I will say, as far as this being a sequel to Harvest, mm-hmm. I think, I think it's gr- not great, but it's it's very interesting. This is all. This is the album that Geffen wanted. Right, this, is it. Yeah, this you know one I mean? and like Ragged Glory and Freedom. Yeah. Like Geff, like as soon as he leaves Geff, well, he made this notes for you, but then it's like Geffen's like punching himself in the face. Yeah, Freedom, fucking asshole. <laughs> yeah. Ragged Glory, what a fucking asshole. Oh, he made a sequel to Harvest, fucking cocksucker. Yeah, exactly. you know, and he's like million dollars a fucking album. <laughs> it really must have stung. Like, oh yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mo Austin was probably sending him like fucking emails, going ha ha ha. There was just ha has. He probably <laughs> like so. The first one after Geffen was 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 it? This notes, notes for you. you. Yeah. And so he Geffen probably heard that and was like, ah, fine. I didn't. Whatever. And then, but then immediately after that, it's freedom, like freedom, right. ragged glory. Right. <laughs> and then Harvest Moon. I think Harvest Moon must have been the nail in the shit. Oh, but God. the nail in the coffin, right? Like, yeah. or or in his fucking head. That was the knockout punch. Yeah, that one that one hurt the most. Oh, you know, I always had this album ready, but uh, I wanted to make a, I wanted to make a yeah. a country album. <laughs> uh, and you said you'd pay me a million bucks, and I said, oh, what the hell? Yeah, it, I just think it's funny. He really like dumped the whole digital thing. Remember, like in the eighties, yeah. got really into digital. He dumped like most of his digital equipment. He brought out all the analog mics. I think this whole thing was recorded in analog. Yeah, right? and, he, and he built an echo chamber at the studio at the ranch because he didn't like the digital echo. You know, he said it was. He called it like Seven Eleven echo. It was convenience <laughs> echo. He wanted the echo to be real, so yeah. you know he built this, and that's why this album to me sounds like a dream sequence. Yeah, you know, like if you've seen a movie or TV show. 
they have the Vaseline lens on, everything's kind of foggy. And then the, it's, it's just, it, the whole thing seems like it, it sounds like what a dream would sound like. Like you're in some kind of dreamland. Okay. Yeah, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? And Harvest. And it's almost got like a, um, an old hall. Yeah, it sounds like, yeah. Yeah. Like it's an again, old, yeah. You yeah, could say an old dreamy, hall. like ghosty sort of, but, right? Yeah, but, ghost, but, yeah, ghost-like is a good way to. But yeah, like it. an yeah. old, uh, like he's just sitting in a in a like a like a big hall. Yeah, and you yeah, can and feel that echo yeah. chamber thing, like for an sure. old like old balls and. <laughs> Jesus Christ! You're the one bringing it up now. So we got to make an Adam Sandler reference once. What's your five-year plan? Don't die. <laughs> But he he um I gotta piss. We'll take a break in a second. Yeah, hold on a sec. Hold on, hold the Just hold, hold your seven inch hold penis. On All right. Um, yeah. So he went dog. he went super analog. He went back to basics on this. But yeah. you know what? Harvest the whole thing about Harvest Part Two or sequel to Harvest. I think the only thing in common was, and he said this was that it was about it's the same subject matter as Harvest, just with twenty years of experience. Yeah. Yeah. And that's yes. the, the the musicians, the title, yes, very similar, the content of the songs, but overall sound. Harvest didn't sound like this because they recorded that in Nashville right. and the, the Nietzsche stuff. Well, and, I, another reason I, I tie this to Harvest is Harvest to me was a lot about looking forward, a lot about like he's he's a, a man in his younger 20s and he's we're singing about this old man. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. like, yeah. and this one is. It's he like a mirror. The he's the yeah. old man now. He's looking back. Right. And it's it, a lot of it is about like longevity and relationships. Yes. Longevity. It, that's a big thing he brought up too. It's about a, a thing that he kept mentioning in interviews is it's about even though you're not young, feeling young. Yeah. Maintaining that fire or that young, that spark of of young excitement, ambition. But also to know. be able to grow old with these feelings. Do you right. know what I mean? Like yeah. to, to be able to take them in a healthy way to translate them to not be stuck in the past but not be like grumpy in the future. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like there's a lot of like joy in this album. It's not like, oh I'm getting fucking old. It's it yeah, it's just, it's right, a, yeah. It's, it's a, like a surrendering, you know. But like a joyful surrendering. Yeah, 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 totally. Oh an acceptance. acceptance. Well, I think that's a better well, word than acceptance surrendering. Acceptance to me was was the previous was the previous albums like we like Ragged Glory, and then this one is more like is that surrendering and like you said sort of in, in a way of yeah maybe it's a it's a part two of the acceptance but I think it's moving into the surrendering, you know there the I think he's sort of he's in this album he's okay, you know what I mean yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's okay with it, and he wants to keep it yeah. going, and he's finding ways. Whereas with acceptance, you're not fully okay. You know what I mean? All right, yeah, okay. Do you know what, what I'm saying? saying? Yeah. Whereas this one, like, I think he's okay. He's he he seems to be okay with it. Yeah, with it all. You know. Yeah. And, um. You know, the guy who he had the trouble with the most, um, Kenny Buttry, you know, on the Harvest sessions and the Time Fades Away tour and that stuff um he brought him back and he had reservations of doing it at first because of so, the, all the trouble he had with him before um went, and he said that neil was like a totally different person he was really positive yeah he was really happy he seemed like he was in good shape he was a very joyful person and that's why the sessions for this album went so smoothly for they, they have that vibe they have that vibe that it seems to be that 
Yeah. There was there's a joy there. Especially with like a hit like Harvest Moon and and like when you watch the video, it's got that like The video is very we'll get into it, but it yeah. also like it's very joyful but also it's like uh, so 90s. It's very 90s, and it's kind of him admitting that he's a time traveling vampire. Oh, 100%. Because he's like, he, yeah. that, he's there's there. two different hymns. Two different hymns. He goes, there's to actually a few different hymns. Different points in time, and it's like, yeah. Well, how are we going to film you dancing to you? Well, I'll just go back and yeah, time I'll just and film travel that. back and film it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> now, I, I like this album a lot. I, I don't know if it even like necessarily has the same spark to me as a Harvest or as some of the earlier ones or even as a Ragged Glory, but it just I think it has a special place cuz it feels it it just feels like it's just got like a very comforting vibe. Like there's more squirt. Yes. There's more squirt yeah, on it's this album. Yeah, it's like okay, you 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 made the drink, but you're right. like it's it missing like something. Yes. Yes. And it's the squirt. Right. The ben squirt. Keith is the squirt. Yeah. Ben Keith is, yeah. 100%. And on that note, should we take a little break? I yeah, speaking pee. of squirt, I got a pizza. All right, All right we'll come back. We'll dip into the album. Yeah. She's been running half her life 
Just look at your fingernails for a little while, dude. There's no, there's no weed in that there's, fudge. There's a little weed in there's that fudge. There's no, there's no. They they, they a, would tell me. My friends little, gave me some fudge. There's a little hempy aftertaste. That's not. It's not weed. That's not. Fudge. I'm t- if by the end of this podcast we start, whatever we're gonna, we're gonna we'll just keep fall. we'll just keep it rolling one way or another. We'll talk about Harvest Moon for nine hours. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about the best football movies. Harvest Moon goes, you know, is good to watch with. Ooh. No, don't even start, Luke. Yes. Can we just get into the album before you start freaking out on some kind of cannabis-fueled rage? He's like, he's like another backup singer. Yeah, it's. It was like that on Harvest too. It was kind of yeah. like he was doing duets, duets with Neil, and here he's like one of the backup singers. Yeah, yeah. He <laughs> what? <laughs> the duets. The duets. <laughs> Lenny and the duets. <laughs> so fifties. <laughs> that was Neil's first first band. So ben and the Dunettes. That was Ben Keith's first band. Ben, ben and, and the, the Dunettes. Dunettes. That's not as why, why am I laughing so much? That's ridiculous. They were big Frank Herbert fans. Uh, I fucking love this song. I did full this disclosure. Is so this is such a as song. like a younger Neil listener, like when I first got into him, I did not like this song. I really? thought it was a boring intro. 
Oh God! It wow. So and good. then uh, after a few years, this song really, really grew on me. So this song grabbed me right away when I first heard it. Yeah. And I think it was that guitar sound in the very beginning, and yeah, and the story yeah. that goes along with it. And I just think it was. It's also catchy as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that def- that first that first like you know the whole diner thing and I used to order just to watch her float across the floor. That's definitely about Susan Acevedo, his first wife. But Peggy worked at a diner too, didn't Did she? Did she? Yeah, because because I think Pe- Peggy. That's where that song T Bone came from. Was that diner that they would all go? Oh, to. really? Yeah. Well, I think the whole Harley Davidson references. That's that's Peggy. well, and also keep in mind this song was written not written not the whole thing, but it was. The idea was formed around Comes Time era. Yeah. So. That's true. Peggy wouldn't have been in the picture. No, Peggy, that's when Peggy kind of showed up, I Was think. it? It Comes a Time? Definitely It Comes a Time, yeah. Yeah, because remember, she's in. Oh, yeah, she's in Human Highway. Yeah. Yeah, so, so it might, could be about Peggy. For yeah. this song, wasn't this he showed. Fully. And she's someone... in the video riding a Harley and everything. Didn't he yeah, show she this? Yeah, she's a biker and, chick. Yeah. And that's like, that's why and I she's think... in the diner and she's working. She's, yeah. Right. I, there's no one finer in the movie, in my opinion. <laughs> Except for Neil. That's true. Um, he, I forgot. What I just think I just think this song is is just uh, a portrait of Neil's ideal woman. It's all the best parts of Peggy and Susan and maybe Carrie in there. Um, yeah. Well, I know. mean, it's literally called probably purposely unknown legend. Right. Well, yeah. that's the part. Yeah, that could that could be it too. But then the whole thing, uh, Russ, like you said, it's, um, and Neil also said this. It's about kind of surviving. Right. Like you've gotten to a point where okay, I'm at that age where, you know, I've lived that rock and roll lifestyle or whatever, and now I've I've got kids, I've got responsibilities, mm-hmm. you know. But I'm just. You know, um, she's looking for that magic kiss. She's got that faraway look in her eyes because mm-hmm. she's probably thinking about those yeah. days when, before she had kids, before she was tied down by responsibility and stuff like mm-hmm. that. I would say this song is eighty percent Peggy, ten yeah. percent Susan, or fifteen percent Susan, five percent Carrie. Mm-hmm. What maybe? about Nicolette Larson, who actually oh. probably sings on it too? He had a thing with her. Four percent Carrie, one percent Nicolette. Really? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I do like that he brought. Her back. He also brought... Yes, the return of the saddlebags. That's right. And yeah, that's man. Right. And Linda, too. Well, Linda yeah. and Nicolette were the yeah, saddlebags saddle yeah, from Stars yeah. and Bar. But James Taylor And are they back. the ones in yeah. the video for Harvest Moon? I don't think so. I don't know. I don't I, think it's I, don't, them, I can't right? even remember the video like for Harvest Moon. I'm not a big video fan for songs. Well, it killed the radio star. That's why you don't like yeah, it. Yeah, that's why I don't like yeah. it. <laughs> no, I'm dude. You love Neil's videos. Some Oh, I liked all the videos for... You know what I watched? The only good part of Landing on Water are the videos. Yeah, it was like the best video. You know what I watched though? Did you guys watch the over and over video? No, no. You should watch it. Okay. Yeah, you should definitely watch it. I mean, I like the stuff that's on the archives. The little that's where I saw. Okay, the little bits and pieces. But it's the music. It was the music video. Oh, okay. He's putting a lot of that out now. If you go on his Facebook, it it was one of those things where I had to go through and and like click on each and find which ones had videos. You got to watch Eternal Orpheum because it mixes. I watched some of it. Yeah, yeah. and he mixes old stuff in yeah. there with it, and it's it's yeah. so good. Yeah, I mean, I love this tune. Yeah, me too. Um, man. What, what the line? The chrome and steel she rides, colliding with the very air she breathes. What do you think that means? It's just a great. It's just like a great. Well, the, yeah, the chrome and steel is the motorcycle. Yeah, 
But it's just a and, but colliding with the air she breathes is that is that like just like the air is all the same it's all the same thing you know the her hair blowing in the wind the 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 exhaust from the motorcycle it's all one thing you know and it's just that moment of being yeah getting away from all the shit you know mm-hmm. the diner or the kids or whatever it might be and her just being in that 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 far away look you know that yeah. longing to just have a fucking second on the open road hair blowing you know what i mean that sort of thing is that's what i get from it it's all colliding to be that one thing q dave matthews <laughs> oh shit <laughs> i was with you until that part man i'm sorry or uh his or, real fans call him dave or um <laughs> who's the other what's that fucking guy's name the one who did collide you and yeah collide. oh that's uh fuck what howie day howie day yeah, yeah. Can we talk about Neil Young? <laughs> <laughs> so do you think uh is is James T is Jamie T in this song too? James T is on a few of them. He's, yeah, yeah, he, he came back too. He was part of the Harvest crew that came back. And you know what? And his, his daughter Astrid also sings backup vocals. Oh cool. And you know the backup else? vocals on this album are all, fantastic. All the way through. Are Wait, just, did you say yeah. his daughter? Yeah, isn't that no, his daughter? No, it's it's half sister. Oh, is it his half sister? Yeah. She oh, okay. I guess she has her own solo stuff that she does. I think. Oh, so I've read. Well, we there are, are it's Scott's there are kid. there are people we definitely like Spooner is fucking awesome in this album. We too, should talk to Spooner, which would be great if we could talk to Spooner. I'm trying. Um, <laughs> but James also, Taylor, James Taylor was on Hank to Hendrix, War of Man, and One of These Days. Okay. So. Um. Uh. The so Tim Drummond, I also think plays bass so well in this album. Yeah. There are some moments in this album where Tim is just like he's. And he's the best broom player I've ever heard. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, let me see who's playing the broom. It's definitely it's Timmy. Yeah, the broom. Oh, Wasn't yeah. Tim Drummond also the guy playing the credit card against his stubble? In, in, on, uh, I on think he beach? was. I think yeah. So, yeah. Was he the same guy doing that? Yeah. He just wants to play something in a song, and right. Neil's like, ah, all the, we're Here, already full. Band do something full. with this broom. <laughs> So you you talked about Ben sort of being another vocalist and yeah. Ben adding just these things where he doesn't overpower stuff, but he adds these really... And I'm not going to stop this whole album bringing up moments, yeah, so are. just get no, used to it. But in this song, Luke, go to... Uh, but just like in Harvest, though, when we first sort of are introduced to Ben, Shu, it's the same sort of thing. He just adds these little little elements of right. just gorgeous well that's that's the sign it's of a seasoned disciplined yeah session guy yeah you know what i mean yeah, he's singing with him but right it's, it's does you know and does then it work? the harp here is gorgeous does too. it work for the song that's what he's thinking right he's not like how many notes can i fit in yeah here? no exactly this is like this this good for the song this to me this is a this is a perfect song to let you know what's coming what the album's gonna be he gives you harp he gives you that gorgeous acoustic sound which everything get david geffen wanted yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> yeah <laughs> um you get those vocals you know yeah the harmony, like it's all here. It's a, it's, it's beautiful. It's a full package. Yeah, it's great, man. Am I, I don't have a full. Not, I don't have a full. It's package not a reduced anymore. package at all. Yeah, no. But this this song, there was for nothing sure. cut off of this. And the and the um like the way the song concludes. There's a the way a lot of these songs conclude are are really nice. Yeah. Especially, we'll 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 I'll we'll get to it. But okay. Well, um, let's move on to yeah, from Hank to Hendrix. I'm cool with it. 
This is an end credit song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. The harp and uh, it's accordion, it's, then just to the accordion. Is this an accordion? It's not an accordion. It's a not? pump organ, right? Yep. Yeah, I thought oh. it was accordion too, and I, at first, I thought when so I first too, heard and this, I had to look it up. When I first heard this, but I was that like, sound is fucking awesome. I was thinking, yeah. did Nils is Nils playing on this? But. I walk these streets with you. I like this song. Listen to Ben. Yeah, relax. <laughs> I'm not going to relax, so stop telling me to relax, because it's going to be the whole album. Yeah, so that's Neil on the pump organ doing that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Or, or, or it could be Spooner, because he plays pump organ as well. As does Ben, I believe, right? Uh, nope. Ben no? oh. plays... Pedal steel, guitar, dobro, bass, marimba, and backing vocals. Spooner plays piano, pump organ, keyboards, and Neil plays uh, guitar, harmonica, banjo, piano, and pump organ. So, so or and vibraphone. Mike, you well. had said you had an interesting theory about this song that it wasn't about necessarily a relationship, and I think I also thought that for most of this song. It, to me, this song has always been Neil's relationship with rock and roll to me, or with music in general. And I, his it, relationship with Old Black. <laughs> well, just with, like, from Hank to Hendrix, and I know it's not Hank Williams. I know people have said it's what it's Hank Marvin or Hank, something like that. Have you heard this? Hank, Hank Marvin. Someone said it's. No, someone theorized that it's. Oh it's no! A well, mix of it's two Hanks. Well, no, it Who's, was. What's the what's that the other one's name? Oh, Hank Hill from uh, King of the Hill. <laughs> propane and propane accessories, Bobby. Get back in the goddamn house. From Bobby. Hank to Boomhauer. Stop Nudity. dancing now. <laughs> Nudity. Remember the remember the one where Bobby goes to to the youth the Christian skaters? Yeah, and that's the whole praise him. So one of my favorites funny. is when when one of, I love to quote is when Hank goes into his room and he's got a Barbie doll and he go, he shows it to him and he goes nudity and throws it out <laughs> like he's so disappointed in, in all the shit that his son has i don't think king of the hill gets the credit it deserves it's great it's is that great mike Scher, isn't it who mike judge mike judge sorry what yeah, did you mike call judge. him mike, mike sure like the guy from good place and shit i got it uh, i got the show which is i thought you were awesome. trying to say yeah. mike shoe but you just like no, like, no. mike sure is the guy mike, mike sure did like the office and parks and rec and good place and stuff no. yeah no no yeah, um, i think so did he do the office i don't know with Greg Daniels, I believe. Greg Daniels is the only one I know. Maybe I'm maybe I thought there was the two of them, but I could be wrong. And that's all the time we have for that's TV it. talk. <laughs> Thanks no, for tuning in. It's definitely not all the time we have for TV talk. <laughs> also, the the you said James is in this one. Is this yes, one? yeah. This is a great. The singing in this is fucking awesome. But do you know what I'm saying about the, his relationship yeah. with like with music yeah. in general, like? How he can never really decide. He can't pick a lane, and he right. shouldn't have to pick a lane. And he's the perfect example of not picking a lane and doing it both well. I think. I don't. Well, know. I, I, my theory's similar. Okay. And it's not so much with music. I think it's with the people who have stuck with him through all that. Okay. So yeah, from yeah, Hank yeah, to yeah. Hendrix, I'm just sitting here with my guitar doing what I do. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, a lot of people See, theorize this a- is about him and Peggy, 
because of you know this like you know I always well, expected that you would see through. Uh, I never believed in much, but I believe in you and stuff. But I think he's actually talking about the people that stuck with him through yeah all of those musical experiments. You know, I agree, and, and so. Yeah, his relationship with the music, but more so his relationship with the people that supported him, whether they're just be like his fans, like us, like people listening, or the people he's worked with, like Ben Keith, mm-hmm. you know, or even, you know, um, uh, Elliot Roberts, yeah. you know, who stuck with him through all that stuff, who put up with all the crap through the Geffen years and things like that. Absolutely. You know. I, that's the vibe I get from this. I don't get a, like a, like a <clears throat> typical, like... I mean, I think it's in, in that same Neil, fucking Neil man sort of way, it's, it's a, it's... A blend of all that, you know, because I I read that the the whole like California style, the heading for the big divorce, that yeah. line is it could be a million different things. It could be just being like that's what happens. Things, yeah, and, and, and it happened to him three times, right? And also California when style. you're when yeah. California style, when you're a known person, right, it becomes like a a you know paparazzi a thing where people know about it and you get half. In California. No, California style is just a divorce with avocado on it. Oh, okay. With some that kale. makes more sense. Yeah. <laughs> um Yeah, that's I think that's I think you're right there. Like and then as far as like with that part as far as like his listeners or the people who have stuck with him, you know, that's kinda like it. It's kinda like it's all or nothing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah this yeah. is the big divorce. You know, you're you're burning the bridges. You're you know, Yeah. Well, in, in how it's uh, probably for him, it's always been grand. Like it's all, it's never like people quietly slipping away. When when he loses fans or loses family or friends, it's it's a fucking it's a big, yeah because he's really young thing. yeah yeah. But like and it's always drastic. Like oh yeah, like you don't like this. We'll get like like with David. Yeah. We're heading for the great divorce, and I'm gonna do it my, my way. I'm with, gonna with, fucking with Geffen, You mean yeah? What did I say, David? Yeah, but there's a few Davids you could pick from. Yeah, I meant David Geffen. Like from the Bible? That's the one I meant. King yeah. David? Yeah, yeah. That's what I figured. He interpreted a dream to him, and he didn't like how it... Time-traveling vampire. That's yeah. true. Yeah. I've got, was, some time, I've got some time stuff for you to go to, but I'll let you... Well, it. The, the line, sometimes it's distorted, not clear to you. Sometimes the beauty of love just comes ringing through. Mm. And that's like what this podcast is. Sometimes yeah. we just don't get it. Right. You know, why the yeah. fuck is he doing that? And right. sometimes it's like, you know, well, we love you so much, we'll stick with you. Yeah. This yeah. is like a, to me, also with this album is a is a, another way of Neil being just so beautifully poetic, but also so simple. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. In that in that perfect Neil way, he has really, really poignant and powerful and poetic. And there's, there is good imagery. There's, there's nice stuff to sort of let your mind imagine. But there's also just really simple things in that way that Neil can do, you know? And I think this album in particular, lyrically, it has a, a really good blend of all that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He he can say really simple things, but also be profound and poetic. Um, and it and it and to me it all comes together in a really in a nice sort of um yeah. I it go it's same thing with what Mike just said. It's the perfect example of this podcast. On one minute, yeah. we're talking about semen and that's you and Hootie and the Blowfish. No, that's all of us. We're all taking credit for this one. No, and then in the next sentence, we're telling these really like heartbreaking stories about our band almost breaking up, or like you know what I mean. You on the Patterson podcast talking about that story, of that family. 
Oh yeah, the guy we knew from yeah, yeah. Brian but, Harvey. But that's yeah. what makes us fucking real, you know, and yeah. that's why. Uh, what better way to try to represent someone like fucking Neil Young? You know what I mean? The guys. Yeah, I disagree. Actually, I'm, I'm pretty fucking easy. It's not that hard to figure me out. <laughs> Every song's about a bird or a car. You guys are <laughs> sorry. Are full of bird, shit. Train and a car. It's don't hard. get the two mixed up. Trains and cars are not the fucking same thing. I made the train thing. ones easy because I literally put train sounds in them. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, can you go to um, so a couple spots? Two eleven, just for a nice BK moment. There's going to be a ton of these. Just listen to this. It's people can oh, see so Russ's good. stupid face when he listens to this. All right, so now go to. I want you to hear just all the, the whole culmination of all of this because you get the singing, you get the, this really awesome bass line, and then you get a Ben Keith, which will be around two fifty four. Because one of my favorite things is how they end the ride when they say mm-hmm. ride. Yes, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. And you, you can really hear James Taylor in that. And the too. bass too, man. Did you hear that? Yeah. The bass the, in the, the bass most is of this awesome. Album is really, really yeah, good. and you can hear JT's voice really yeah. well there. But that whole the way he pulls out that yeah, ride. yeah, that's fantastic. And then it goes into and just I don't know, man. Fucking Ben. It's just God. Fucking Ben, man. Yeah, fucking Ben, ben dude. BK. Fuck the rest of this podcast. BK. Let's just do the Ben don't, Keith. Cast. Ben Russ Keith, man. BK. That. There's no other, what other way would you want to have it? You know, there's no other way to Come have on, it, man. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, we can move on. This is my number one. Jesus, this song, man. Yeah, I love this. And you can hear that, like you said, that big hall. That hall, vibe. this yeah. sound yeah. especially. And it's not cheesy. No. If it was digital, I bet it would sound. You can cheesy, almost, you can right? almost, yeah, totally, yeah. But you can almost picture yourself in like a big old yeah. church watching but also, him. Also, his vocals in this, oh, it's great. His range, yeah. And not that I really care about that with Neil as much, but it's just really pretty his voice in this. And is it who is it? Is it Linda or Nicolette in this one that that harmonizes with him? I think it's Nicolette and Linda on this. I think one. it's both of them. Yeah. I that guitar it. though is yeah. just. That sounds amazing. It's like the guitar on Thrasher. It just yeah. sounded so pristine. Yeah. But you hear, you definitely hear the old man in the song, right? Like, yeah, listen well, to just yeah. this from this part on right here. This. I was thinking of you in my life, making love so much more. Luke, this isn't Harvest Part Two, okay? I love this song. And that, yeah. This is one of those tunes that. He had started in like the early '70s and didn't really finish until this. Album. Well, it's yeah, because it's very folky. Yeah, and you could you could hear this on "Comes a Time" or something yeah. like that. I I could I. It's I'm not taking away from it when I say this is "Old Man Part Two, and I know lyrically they're completely different songs. I love everything about the song. I love. Well, this is a perfect blend of 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 lyric, gorgeous guitar sound, and his voice. His right. voice is great, you know, and just like a nice kind of blast, yeah, in the into the past. I just love, I love, a and the real, harmony, the harmony is great. Yeah. But I love just a good simple line for a chorus. Just mm. I was thinking about you and me. Yeah, I fucking love that. 
and the way he sings it and with the kind of mysterious guitar around it, it's just got this like deep, longing, lonely hmm. vibe to it. I don't know. I also love the way he makes in in the same way I talked about in the past of ha- uh, with I think um, it was pro- not Cortez maybe it was um, fucking Powderfinger how he uses in the same way we've been talking about wh- where Ben does mm-hmm. Neil also does with his guitar where he he takes a, a the way he he'll do a riff or or a a hammer on something that makes it a a lot almost a line you know yeah Where, you were, you were right. saying that on Powderfinger. yeah and so he does that in this song too no, with no, the no, boom, no, no, doom, no. Doom. so go yeah. to like 130 i think you can hear a bit of it um how, what i what i'm talking about i was thinking about you and me right here. you know that's a part of the song Obviously, it's a part of the song. I mean, it's a part of the. To me, it's a, it's it's a, almost a part of the lyric, you right? Know? Yeah. Ba-dum, dum, dum. Right. Yeah. It adds like its own sort of element, this vibe of what he's saying in the lyric. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I, it it takes talent to do that to make yeah yeah the like a mu- like a musical lead a part of the song. I feel right. like Dean was good at that. He would yeah, and he would yeah. really work at that. Like yeah, on uh, like. With Verge, even. Verge and yeah. uh, Leave the Light On. He really worked at, like, making the lead the part of the song. Yeah. But those are our town meetings, a couple of town meeting songs. Yeah. For people who don't know what the fuck we're talking about. He's talking about our own stuff. What the fuck are you guys talking about? Talking about <laughs> our own stuff. Oh, shit. But, yeah, I mean, Can we talk about Hootie? This song's gorgeous. I will if you want. <laughs> you want to hold my hand? I love, I love the line, um, the old man line. That's yes. That's, like, one of my favorites, and it kind of sums up what you were saying, Russ. Old man sitting there, touch of gray, but he don't care when he hears his children call. Yeah. And that's that thing that, you know, I'm older, so I've surrendered to being older, but it's okay because my kids keep me young. Right. And it's like, what, yeah. what, it's like, okay, being okay with what, what was, we've kind of been, had 30 plus years of that, but yeah. now how do we be okay with what is too, right. you know? But doesn't it also. And now, like we were saying, he's the old man. Right. And so it's like almost a tip of the hat to the beginning of Neil and him throwing in that line to me, it's like someone or even himself saying, Oh shit, this, I'm just playing old man again. Like hearing him like as he's writing it or playing it for someone and saying, Oh, that sounds like old man. And then instead of him abandoning it, he just leans into it. He's like, Oh yeah, well I'm literally going to throw the words old man in, into the song. Mm. And I, I don't even mean in a cocky way or what I just like, as a reference, as a reference, and yeah. as like an acknowledgement, like like a. Tip I'm of at the that cap. point I was singing about back in you know yes. harvest. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm the old man now. Yeah. So obviously the songs about the Crosby. St- this the songs about Crosby, Stills, and Nash. So. It's definitely yeah. It's yeah. CSNY song. Everyone yeah. drink. Mike, Mike said that it was. <laughs> it's obvious about Hootie, but not the Blowfish. Mike, it sounds crazy, but it's true. I only want a podcast about Hoot. Oh. <laughs> let's move on to yeah, the. Move let's on, move on to please. the SEC. Please. Yeah, I will, but I just want to point out the fact that Mike keeps bringing up Hootie and the Blowfish. It's not me and Russ at this <laughs> yeah, point. Yeah, we, we've stopped. We've moved on. We've blown past that. <laughs> I got that one a little bit late. I mean, come on. Yeah. Russ, you know Ben Keith is in this song, right? <laughs> Believe me, I know. Plus a Timmy D broom brush. Yeah. 
the only broom in a top 40 hit. Yeah, probably. I like how much, how a big Mutt. part of the. I like how much this is a part of the song too. Is the broom? Yeah. Like when he did that, was it the unplug where he literally had someone come out on stage and yeah, play yeah, the broom? Yeah, do the broom. Yeah, just in a band, man. And then yeah. that whole like. Oh, here comes the, the. Here comes the ladies. The donuts. What'd you call them, Mike? The donuts. The donuts. Just donuts. The bullets. It's in the bass too, man. Yeah, this is just a—it's just a great song, and I love. It sounds like just an old-fashioned song too. Yeah. Pretty. And Spooner is fucking awesome on yes. this. Can you actually hop to the end because, like, at literally the end—the way Spooner yes. ends this out, this right. song lays it down gently. Yeah, it's yeah. perfect end with the organ. Just the way and Spooner plays, and that's the yeah. only time he does that in that whole song. Yeah, yeah. The only yeah, time the he kind of, the only time he comes up and yeah. you know he he kind of takes over. Yeah. Again, that's like like band. That's like all the guys playing on here. They're they're these seasoned pros who know, yeah. who play to the to the song. What's yeah. best for the song? Yeah. You know, and that's that's just pure fucking talent. I yeah, like, like this that. song because to me. This is one of Neil's more popular songs, but it's so unlike the rest of his popular songs. Does that make sense? Yeah. There's not a lot of angst in this song. No. Yeah. It's just a. It's just a love. It's just a love song. It is. It's, it's a, a beautiful love song. Love this song, song is wholesome as right. fuck. You and know? again, it, it it again the theme is there, that we've been together a long time. Yeah. And it can still be good. Just because we've been together a long time doesn't mean our best days are behind us. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, like you're saying, this is like right. we're surrendering that we're getting old, but that doesn't mean that we have to quit because we're old. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's an it's still an embrace of of what was, but it's a surrendering to what is. You know. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> I also really love the harp break in this song. is is also really pretty. You which, got a time? Yeah, it's three forty five. Um, but I mean, Luke, you and I personally have played this song at two weddings. This is probably one of the most popular wedding songs. A few weddings. One of the more first, that, da- you know. This is just great Neil harmonica. It's also uh, rare in tune harp. Yeah, Neil. yeah. <laughs> and beautiful. Mm-hmm. And again, it's got that hall yeah. that. Yeah. He sh- he's does not get the credit for being the harmonica player that he is. He's not just blowing randomly. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, he knows, yeah he's... I have a related story about that. While these sessions were going on, Neil's old friend Rusty Kershaw showed up. Yes! No. And wanted Neil to play. So he had RK and BK? Yeah, but I don't think RK plays anywhere on this album. No, he's not listed. Think. He's not credited. But during these sessions, Neil played harmonica on his solo album. That he was recording at that time. Oh shit! I want to hear an RK solo. Yeah, album. I think we dipped into it. Did we? we? Maybe a little bit. No. Well, I think we dipped into the old one. The one with his brother. Yeah, this was the new one, oh, which right. came out. I think it also came out in 1992. Okay. And um, so he recorded a few. Him and Ben Keith recorded a few songs during these sessions for Rusty Kershaw. It's just so that vibe is there too. 
Rusty was in the house. The only reason that means there was Fritos, red wine, <laughs> and a knife throwing competition, and a honey slides. <laughs> yeah, there was and a, a gun. There was there, there was were, a gun in the studio. There were, there were axes dipped in honey slides, <laughs> right? That were thrown at a picture of David Geffen. Yeah, or no, sorry, Briggs. Crosby or something. And there was you know suspenders made out of alligator skin. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, yeah, it's a great uh, yeah. song. I mean, we could talk about it. I mean, it's got to be one of the most popular first dance songs. Of, yeah. Right? I did, oh, yeah. I did see an embarrassing... Because you and I have done it twice now. Oh, yeah. I did see an embarrassing stat about the song. What's that? It's AARP's... Uh, it made their list in, like, 96 oh, yeah. of, like, the number one song you have to if listen you're, to or something if like you're that. If you're 50 and over. Oh, that's right. Over, if you're yeah. older, old, yeah. over 50, something. Yeah. yeah. Gosh. That's quite a distinction. <laughs> yeah. People yeah. over 50, though. Jeez. Oh, come on. Guys, would you just help me? <laughs> I was fucking there when Hootie's album came there, out. I knew it. I was about <laughs> to say. I, I literally almost said, and how Hootie, do, how are we Hootie doing, reference in three, how, two, one. How are we doing Harvest Moon and Hootie is... You guys <laughs> brought him up. No, live and you it. haven't you let him go. Talk live about, with it. You've no, got to live with what you about, created. Talk about surrendering. All, You're responsible first for of this. All, first of all, you brought him up. And you have not stopped talking about Hootie this whole time. That's true. You are the one that brought him up. You no, you guys, you guys created fucking this blow hard. I don't give a hoot about you. <laughs> Deal with it. Luke, gotta drop in and remember the Titans. No one wins when you bring when you talk about Hootie, Mike. <laughs> it's a war of blowfish. I love those those dong. And this, like you said, Russ, too, that part where it goes, doom, 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 doom. Bass in this song is yeah. fucking great. Yeah. I even wrote down a time for bass. A bass what are you, the birds? And the, the bass is, is prominent in the mix, too. Yeah. Yeah, I like It's almost got like an Inca Queen sort of. But better. A little bit. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's, yeah. yeah, for sure. But. I can, I can go. Yeah, I'll tell you. I'll spot. take you to a spot for the bass while we're talking about it. Two. I just. It's two minutes. Just pay attention to the bass. It's great. Yeah. It's just that that the yeah. way. It's just yeah. He, he Tim Drummond's fucking awesome. It's just enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I also wrote that. Um, and and <laughs> this might seem a little out there. But uh, I wrote that this, just with the the imagery a little bit of and the the lyrics, it, it's almost kind of like MJ sort of took the vibe of this, and and went to make when he did like um, for the Earth song. Do you remember Earth song by Michael Jackson? No, uh, where it's like top of my head. what about uh, what about uh, what about all the things. Da, 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 da. You don't remember that song? I mean, I and just then, wanted you to keep going. And there was a music video where yeah, it's like boner. where it's like the uh there's like trees burning and he's like standing and he's got like burnt clothes, like ragged clothes and That was a commercial he filmed, Russ. No, that's it wasn't not okay a, to bring it was, up. It was yeah. a music video. Only Weird Al can make fun I, of him for gotcha. that. Gotcha. And Neil. And Neil <laughs> in this notes for you. But um to me it's very reminiscent of of like Michael Jackson singing about like the earth and uh, I don't get it. But I, I don't well, know that people song. people who understand Michael Jackson will, right. will get it. Well, but. 
Sorry. I think I know what Michael Jackson's all about, and it's disgusting. Can we talk about Neil Young? You mean Pepsi? <laughs> yes. Yeah, Pepsi is disgusting. Yes. The new Coke? <laughs> I like this song. People hate on this song. I don't know why. Who I, hates I, on this I tune? really like this song. I feel like people hate on this song. Maybe not. I, I like this song a lot. Me too. I, I like the, when the chorus hits. It's, I think it's, it's the more it's nice. Nietzsche of the tunes up to this point, but... I, I, it's not Nietzsche enough that it sucks. Not, it's great. I, don't think it's I like at it all. again. It, it to me the first six Nietzsche, songs. Nietzsche didn't do that. No, 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 no. no. Oh. I just mean as sort of with the. I guess yeah, maybe not. I don't. Yeah, I don't think it is. I take he it didn't, back. No, he he only no, did the one song. I'm not song, saying he's involved. Oh. I'm just saying the production. But you know, the big like dramatic. Yeah, drums the big and like dramatic like drums. Yeah. But those are the war drums for us. Yeah, yeah, the war drums. It's a war of man. Um, it's true. The it's planet, we're the planet's fighting us. Which is, I mean, he does more. It's again in a weird time traveling Neil way. That's the same <laughs> thing that's going on right now. And it, it, I mean, kudos to Neil for writing a song literally with war in the title and not making like loud electric guitar <laughs> machine gun. Machine well, he had the hearing problem. He was very that's sensitive. That's true. Yeah, a couple like of great it. bird references here. Yes, you know. Yep. The, the what is slips it? him in. Yep. The the black falcon, the little sparrow. That's right. He puts a bird on it once again. Put, Put a bird, bird on it. it. <laughs> Same exact. I love that line too. The the healing light or the flash of the barrel. Yeah, yeah. I love that. The lyrics in this song are are awesome. Yeah, he even mentions his ears ringing. <laughs> Can't see the gas and machines. It's a war of man. I thought. Oh, here I go again. Can't smell the poison as it follows. Him. I thought he said can't see the gas in the sheets, and I thought it, my brain went to farting. <laughs> Sorry. I Why don't you to... read the lyrics? They're on the archives. It's a donkey ball moment. <laughs> Is that classic donkey ball moment? Yeah. <laughs> I, I Dutch ovened Peggy one time, and I wrote a whole song about <laughs> oh, it. Oh, God. She got real mad. I and told then her there's... it's a war of man. <laughs> there's uh, the verse where either Nicolette or Linda sings it on her own. Their own. Oh and yeah, he lets the uh, yeah. he lets the ladies yeah, have yeah. a verse there, and that's kind of got vibes of um, the old homestead a little bit. Yeah, but but, but the a little girl. He said that he wanted this album to have a more feminine point of view in the content. Mm-hmm. He he said that he heard when writing the music. He's probably why I like it so much. Yeah, man. He heard the ladies. The, he heard the female. He heard like female voices. He heard female choruses. Yeah, and I think and he nailed he it. Was. Yeah, I think he. he oh by... shit! Oh god, here he comes. Fuck! I need Alaskan hook nails. Stop bringing him up. <laughs> but um, so that yeah, I mean this. That's I think that's why he the vocals sound so good. This was something that was in his vision for yeah, this album. Yeah, yeah. And so he made sure he he brought back you know the the people who did that the best for him. Right. Yeah. The saddlebags. And James Taylor. Biting those bullets, baby. <laughs> That's right, man. Saddling up that Palomina. <laughs> Let's move on to my favorite song. We'll get to it, Russ, one of these We're days. on it. Oh, there you oh, go. Oh, yeah. Mike, you haven't talked about Hootie in like five minutes. Is everything okay? <laughs> God, I can't even look at you, Russ. You're fucking oh, drooling. Jesus, I can't handle it. One of these days I'm gonna sit down and write a long letter. To Ben Keith. <laughs> to no, this, a good this is obviously about Crosby Stills. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone take a sip. <laughs> take a sip. Do you honestly think that? No. I, think they fa- I think they factor in on here. I think it's like, you know, we, we've learned about Neil, and a lot of people have said this. David Briggs, 
And a lot of people he's worked with have said this. Uh, you know, Poncho has said this. The guys in Crazy Horse have said this. He'll just use you, and then when he's done with you, he'll move on. And I think that this song is kind of him saying, "I know what I. I know I'm like that. Yeah. And one of these days, I'll you know I'll apologize, or I'll make it good for you, or you know I'll make up for what I did to you, or how I left you, or." whatever that may be. Yeah. And I think that's, that's what this, to me, that's what this song represents. It's him yeah, saying, it's a, it's a, I know I left a trail of bodies behind me. I'm going to try mm-hmm. to make good on it. And there's and that, there's that acceptance yeah. surrendering. Yeah. Thing and, it, and it's also something that I think all of us can sort of um, relate. It's very relatable sentiment where you, you, people in your life, you know, that, that sort of nostalgic thing where you're like, oh, someday, one of these days, I'll get around to like sort of yeah. catching up with them, and you know, it's in the back of my mind. Yeah, one of those old friends, and and to me, talk about RK, that second verse, which is one of my favorites. That's got to be a that's got to be a reference to Rusty. What man. the old country fiddler? And I'm gonna think that old country fiddler <laughs> and all those rough boys who played that rock and roll. It definitely is. I never tried to burn any bridges, though I know I let some good things go, and also to me, just. Um, I, I I'm I'm not gonna do BK right now. I'll get to BK in this song, but just the 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 um, it won't be longs in this song are yeah. Are, I knew that I would just, be a thing. For I you. love it. I fucking love it. So I wrote. I just want people to hear that it won't be long. So go to the the one twenty two, which I just I think are great, and the, in, that goes into the second verse, I believe. So good. It's very gospel. Yeah. Yeah. Like old-timey gospel. Yeah. But for... I I, I need to talk about UK. Right. Let's do it. this is one of my favorite songs. Just the... That bass, too. Boom. Yeah. But the way he... The way he, like, call and answers Neil in, in this, especially when the chorus is, where he does, like, these little riffs that are just... They, they're that vocal. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you're saying, they're he's adding so much and doing these things that are so subtle but so fucking gorgeous. And without him, the song would be totally different. You know, it's like a Spielberg film minus John Williams wouldn't be the oh same. Boy. Oh jeez, John Williams, he, he's alright. He's, he's, right. he's, 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 he's nice and safe, up, dude. I'm trying. I'm, I'm. Don't make me. He's fucking, no Captain Beefheart. He's no. Bo- yeah. He's no. He's no Hootie. But right. Um, can you go? I also just yeah, man. The melody, the lyrics, the singing. This whole song is just. I don't know about you guys. This is definitely a top. For this is my favorite. I love this fucking go, 429. Ooh, nice. Listen to Ben. I think we just ate those fudgies. <laughs> That's. Is that 429 when even, the fudge kicks in? You can even go to like 427. See how he's answering it? Like, one of these days. Yeah. One of these days. And then, like, right here, I love this. The wet papa. You know? Everything's so gentle. Yeah, it's just gorgeous. Tune into next week's podcast where Russ goes over literally every note Ben Keith plays and describes it. Five minutes. At Tell a time. me that that's not so beautiful. It is, but I'm just saying you're like you literally. I I feel like your notes are 
Ben Keith plays here. Ben Keith plays here. Ben Keith plays here. <laughs> Fuck off. It's okay. <laughs> I love this song, and I think BK adds so much. I think it's fucking gorgeous. It's good. Whatever. Like leaves from an old maple. It's unfortunate <laughs> that the song after it is this one. <laughs> like leaves from an old maple. With a name like Smucker's, it has to be good. <laughs> oh, yeah, this. Oh, my God. Just let this play. This is a song I would play if I was crying while masturbating. <laughs> With a rope around your neck? Yeah. Yeah. Tied to the doorknob? Yep. I can't explain what it is, but this song bothers me. It's just the the production. It's it's because it's... Oh. What else would she be? <laughs> Lyrically, it's it's nice. Maybe no, he's not singing this to a woman. Singing Maybe he's saying to a bird. You know what? You are. You have the. The caring, and the gentleness, that only a woman can possess, but you, as a man, possess it, and I find that a beautiful quality in a person. And it's about Crosby and that and Stills. Just stills. Just stills. Yeah. <laughs> the song bumped it's, me. It, it, well, it's like that. It's like in Little Rascals when fucking in the the yeah. remake where where Alfalfa sings, "You are so beautiful." Mm-hmm. Yeah. To I mean, me. That's, that's what this is. It's yeah. Everything that made '70s soft rock so shitty. Yeah. Is Car- packed careful. into this song. Slynn is not gonna be pleased. With I you. don't care. She can make a fucking meme <laughs> of me. Slynn, make a fucking meme of a sperm with my face on it. Yes, please. All right. Why hasn't that happened yet? Yeah. Actually? Can we please do that? Immediately? You know, it's so it's so '70s. It's Eric Carmen. All the Eagles. Myself. The shit Eagles. Yeah. Don't want to be. You know, it's yeah. it's all no, it that shit. It's like Fogelberg. But it's not good. It like there are no good the, versions of that. It's the fucking extra cheese and not the good cheese. It's the Fromunda cheese. But it's also funny because it's like those songs are clearly about <laughs> being lonely. He's trying to write a love song and it's like. He's not, yeah, and he's just crying. You're such a I, it's, great like, woman. it's like, dude, you, you, you wrote a great love song on this album with Harvest Moon. You didn't need this one. Yeah, this yeah. is, just, and know? it's this is the Nietzsche song. It does. Of it feels like, it it feels like yeah. he's trolling us with the Nietzsche thing. A little and the, bit. the notes, the album notes of this album say for Peggy, and I'm like, yeah, that's this song. He didn't. We right. Yeah. You know, maybe. Oh, 100 percent. No, what I'm saying is maybe. Oh. He's still got a little resentment because when. Uh, Fucking Nietzsche. Oh, when he oh took was, Carrie took, Snodgrass just took Carrie to the Hawaiian Islands there, mm. and so right. he makes a whole album, and then he writes this song that he knows is going to be kind of shitty, and he gets Jack all coked up, and like he's like, I, I really want a bunch of same thing I as I wanted with. Piece and there's a world. I want that version of this, and then Jack's like, Yeah, Neil, and he just <laughs> brings in like 25 string players, and then Neil's like, <laughs> like this knowing is, it would get bad reviews. This is like, well, Harvest Moon is like butter. This is like country croc spread. I like country croc spread. Well, you also like Hootie and the Blowfish. There it is. Here it is. Jesus. Someone go back. Please, someone go back to the beginning of this episode. Do the work for us. Please count how many times Mike has brought up Hootie and how, how Slim, many times. Slim, make a meme of me in Hootie and the Blowfish. Put me in Hootie and the Blowfish. 
Shooty and the blowfish. Shooty and the blowfish. Hootie and the shoefish. Darius fucker. <laughs> Darius fucker. <laughs> I hardly know her. There's not a lot of lines to this song, but no, there are. Thank some, God. I know, but there are some that are. I, I do like the sentiment of like the the sort of binary of like the kill me fill me sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Which is cool, but I tried to like this song. I just I, yeah, I, I I don't. This it dry. <laughs> this song just ruined the album for me. This really? could have been. It was just every time I get to it, it's a downer. It sucks. It like getting, yeah. you know, you come out and you're just like, oh I've my been god, this the, song the past few listens. Yeah, I yeah, me too. It, yeah. I just this is like just bullshit. This is like just yeah. adult contemporary, you know, ass hair. I'll put any song on landing on water against this song. <laughs> no, I'm not even kidding. Well, well, I wouldn't go that far. I will. There's a couple I'll of tunes it. landing on water that are better than that song. That's true. I agree with that. Yeah, but. like I take pressure or drifter over that. Yeah. Time. All right, well, let's just skip it. Yeah, right let's get now, out of here. Let's Quick. Get into Old King. Holy shit. This is just yeah, digging. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Go, babe, go, babe, go, 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 go. <laughs> this is a fun fucking song. It's hilarious that it comes after Such a Woman. Yeah. <laughs> it's such a funny choice. Such a woman, such a dog. Yeah, that's why I wrote that, <laughs> dude. I wrote that. It's like one's about his woman, one's about his dog. Also, his dog's name was Elvis, and it wasn't, but I guess Elvis was the king. Yeah, Elvis was the king. Yeah. Also, it doesn't work quite as well. I had a dog, his name was Elvis. <laughs> One time he broke his pelvis. I don't know what else I can rhyme with that. Now this song's about my cat. <laughs> I like how he's like, I told the dog about everything. Yeah. So, dude, I wrote, I wrote you, I literally wrote that lyric about telling him everything. Maybe was she, maybe she was on to something when he was talking about be opening up to only people, living beings, but they're not capable of responding. Like Ben. Or, yeah, like re- or repeating the info. Right. Yeah. yeah. But yet he's working so hard and putting yeah, a yeah. lot of his life into finding a way for Ben to communicate. Mm-hmm. Yet everyone says he would, he would tell Ben things he wouldn't tell anyone else because Ben couldn't communicate. Right. And so he was tr- and now he's telling his dog. I told my dog everything. You just talk about kids. You know who else too. talked to his dog? I wrote that to him like, <laughs> Neil, that maybe worked then, but nowadays you got to be careful with lyrics like that, man. Yeah. yeah. You know who Can't else be talked admitting to, to You know who else abuse. talked to his dog? Son of Sam. <laughs> Son of Sam's dog told him to kill people. What's well, the I don't comparison know. you're in making? In Mindhunter, he admits that it, that it wasn't it wasn't really happening. Did you ever watch Mindhunter? Yeah, did he really? Yeah. Yeah. No third season. You see that? They canceled it. That sucks. That's I really like that's that a good show. show yeah. yeah. And and yeah. like they started the whole BTK thing. It's like they're never gonna get to it. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. But I love this tune. It's a fun song. I think it's on Trunk Show. It's one of the ones he does, and it's like Amy Lou Harris does it with him. Slynn, make a meme that's uh, the Drake format, and the top says BTK killer, and then Drake saying no, and then the bottom is BK, and then. Yes, killing it, like killing, BK it. killing yeah. it, yeah. <laughs> BTK killing, no, no, and then BK, BK killing, killing it, yeah. right? Nice. Um, also, yeah, I, shoot, I agree. Like the playing, uh, the playing in this song is great, and Neil played the playing the banjo is great. Yeah. The, just all the musicians are awesome in this song. I, 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 I agree. Think it's fun. It's it's fun. a fu- it's a fun fucking totally song. Fun. It's a good story. Who plays banjo yeah. on this? Neil. Is it Neil? Yeah, is yeah. It? Okay. Oh, nice. Yeah. I thought it might be James again. 
Uh, I, I love wasn't scared of jumping off the truck in high gear. I just think that's a great line. Yeah. Because that's yeah, a, such yeah. a crazy dog thing to do. The story he tells when that guy yells, get get to the point. He's <laughs> he just talking about how the dog would always run off, but that though that breed of hound dog or whatever it was, they knew how to like, he talks about like the way they know how to get back. Mm-hmm. And it's like how genius these dogs are. Like they do the circle and then they do a wider circle. And so if they get lost, they can find you like with their noses right. unless it rains. And how he had a gig, and uh, of course the dog ran off, and he wasn't going to leave till his dog came home, and so he was late for that gig. Oh no! <laughs> and the guy in the back was like, oh, "Play touch the night." Yeah, probably. <laughs> play such a woman. Oh god! Play hootie. <laughs> play such a blowfish. <laughs> yeah, but I I love this tune a lot. Yeah, it's it's, it's got a shit. good vibe. Yeah, it's a yeah. fun song. It's yeah, a good it's story. L- live. Not even just Neil. Like, if you went to a band and they covered this song and you just heard, like, the stomp claps and shit, this would be a fun fucking song. Yeah. Except he kicks the dog. Yeah, yeah that's the one Which I can't really though. agree with. You yeah, kick not, my dog? Do you kick your dog, Mike? No, I never kick my you dog. You kick your fucking dog? I don't even hit my dog. Do you kick your dog? You kick my dog? <laughs> do you remember? You guys remember that? No. You don't remember that? No. Oh. Yeah, you guys were too old. But your parents are going to love it. Your kids are going to love it. <laughs> this is your cousin. <laughs> I Marvin, Marvin King. Marvin King. I kick my blowfish. It's your cousin. Marvin Blowfish. Marvin Blowfish. Marvin Rucker. All right. <laughs> Mixed feelings on this song, but I Same. think I like it. I like it for the most part. You know I like I'm, it. I'm questionable about the, the call and answers. I don't know how I feel about the dream. I'm questionable about him parking his Aerostar. Dude, I love that he has an Aerostar. It's fucking awesome. We had an Aerostar growing up. We got Cavino'd. Oh, that was what that was? The first Cavino link. Also, classic fucking Neil with the taking away the G and putting an apostrophe. Yeah, that one. Sounds like a kid song when he does that for some reason. Yeah. The dream and Yeah. So, this part. Listen to BK, though. You heard him. Oh! Right. Yeah. This part. With the loaded gun and sweet dreams of you. He's son of Sam. Crosby still in Nash. He's going down by the river to shoot his baby. Yeah, that's what it is. To shoot his dog. It is a out of context I mean, even in context, it's a creepy yeah. fucking line. Right? Hold I parked my arrow star. This part. I love this. Yeah. This is what it's redeems like Beatles esque, yeah. Yeah, but that like shunk. I like the. It's George Harrison. Yeah, very. Yeah. I'll give it a baby. Also, he gets pretty horny with the "I see your curves and feel your vibration." He's like creeping on some chick in the mall. (laughs) What do you think it's really about, though? Do you really think? And she's walking by some travel agent that has a Club Med poster. It is creepy that it's it's not a pickup truck. It's a fucking van. (laughs) Another sleepless night because he's just smacking. He's got a gun. It's like a creepy like an Aerostar is a creepy fucking looking van. That's like a pedophile yeah. man. And he's got a gun. He's got a gun with I also int- have some zip ties and sweet dreams of you. Some duct tape and a la canvas sack. This, you know what? This is a weird song, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> fucking, I'm gonna pretend to have and, a broken but, and arm, also like, trying to load a couch into the back. But in, even the gist of the song from the beginning, lyrically, it's kind of <laughs> like, you know, I, I never know if I'm awake or dreaming, so dreaming it's okay what I do. <laughs> yeah. 
It does. He's creeping on some mall chick. Dreaming. I lose sight of you. Get lost. You in isolate the mall. that. Just that line. <laughs> One, two. Freddy's a dreaming man. <laughs> oh God. One, two. Neil. I mean, I like the song. Like the song sounds cool. I like those guitar parts like, you guys yeah, are talking about. But I'm questioning the motives. <laughs> like know? if, like if you read this, song, it if puts you... the lotion in the basket. <laughs> It's yeah. lotion in the basket. <laughs> Put she, it on a skin or it she's a great hose, big fat woman. It's the hose again. <laughs> would yeah. you fuck me? I know that I would fuck me. <laughs> Hard. <laughs> I know. It's just a little creepy. That's all. It's a beautiful. I like like the song itself is beautiful. Yeah. The melodies are beautiful. It's just the weird lyrics. I'm yeah. not quite sure what those are about. Mm. That's fucking Neil, I never man. thought about it till you brought this up because I always thought it was kind of this like sweet, almost a little too corny, wholesome song. And now you're bringing up some things. It's it's Dude, intentional he's in a that he brings up a fucking van in a meadow by himself. It's like he's, he's in an Aerostar with trying, a loaded gun. He's trying to confess to like to a crime. He's yeah, giving you specifics. <laughs> right. I I I yeah. saw her in the mall. <laughs> I I put her in the van. <sighs> you know. He knew her. He knew her. <laughs> she 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 knew him. <laughs> Quid pro quo, doctor. Oh my god. <laughs> Quid pro quo, Neil. Dreaming man. Yeah. It so was, uh, he's dream, he's dreaming of abducting her. Well, we're pushing two hours. Yeah, okay, whatever. sorry. I'll stop calling me. We Neil got one more song. Friggin', yeah. Yes. Natural. One more song that's ten minutes long. We're gonna play the whole thing right yes. now, everybody. <laughs> Strap in. Uh, Although this has a lot of time traveling vampire. Yes. I wrote the same yeah, thing, yeah. dude. A lot so of time traveling. Do you get a Cortez vibe from this? Too? I wrote yeah. that too. And yeah. he, he mentions, doesn't he mention? Um, he mentions Am- Amazon. The Amazon. Yeah. 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 I was like, maybe he's time traveling to talking about Jeff Bezos being greedy and shit. <laughs> no, it's the actual. It's. Yeah. <laughs> it's dancing across the world. Yeah, the yeah. chords are yeah. yeah. Even when the harp comes in, if nice, I was live, nice, I would have thought this was an acoustic quartet. Yeah, it's, it's a nice live. This the sound of this live yeah. is, is really nice. The, like this recording. The water that harp sounds fucking awesome. Now I just want to listen to Cortez. Cortez is creeping its way into my number one Neil song. Of yeah, all time. I could tell. No, Powderfinger is up there for you. Yeah, but Cortez is moving. <laughs> you hear that? What is that? I I don't know. It's him shooting. The no, girl it's, it's on purpose. It's band. something. It's... I hired a rifleman for this song. I, I do like the fir- that first line. He sings about the echo chamber in here. Yeah. 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 The roller coaster ride that my emotions have to take me on. This is a great song. It's almost like this this album's version of of uh, like Last Trip to Tulsa yeah. or Ambulance Blues yeah. or or uh, even Cortez. Like you said, it it's it. got these lyrics. It's got this vibe where he's basically doesn't really change it much, but it's a story that is all over the fucking place. And like you said, very time TTV. Right. You know? Yeah. Um. I mean, it's all about. It's all about 
you know, man versus nature, which is yeah. like what War Man is about. Also. Okay, bear shoe grills. <laughs> I also do kind of like the the we didn't in this episode of Long May You Young. <laughs> The boys are going to take on a pepperoni pizza with their bare hands. <laughs> um, I do kind of like... A natural beauty Jesus should Christ. be preserved. I was going to say, I do like the way they sing that part a little bit. Do you like it better cool? when I say it as Bear no, Grylls? I don't. I hate that, actually. <laughs> I love the line, a greedy man never knows what he's done. Yeah, that's about Jeff Bezos. He time traveled. <laughs> you think so? Yeah. Why well, did you write the time traveling thing in this? I, I, I wrote it for a few reasons. Because he's a baby at the beginning of the song? Yeah. Mm. Jesus, guys, I can't even sing about being a baby without <laughs> you guys thinking I'm time-traveling. <laughs> Fucking idiots. Serious, Neil. Well, he's going back to the time before humans were on the Earth and how beautiful it was That's and true. how I wish we could preserve that like a monument. And then he's jumping around a rodeo. He's yeah, and then he's, 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 he's lining up the cowgirls at a rodeo and which one should I put in the Arrow Star? <laughs> He's basically saying, I wish there was never humans. He's he's saying, I wish there was never humans. And he's not wrong. And it's War of Man. It's the same thing. Like, everything would be at peace on the planet if there was no humans around. Wait, are we all, are we saying that Neil Young is Thanos now? Yeah. (laughs) God damn it. I don't even know you. Fan Neil. I need to find the stones. Fan Neil's. No, I don't want to do this. (laughs) (laughs) That's a meme. (laughs) Throwing Neil's head on the fucking big blue Thanos. Oh, yeah. What did it cost? Purple. Fucking everything. (laughs) Cost everything. (laughs) Cost everybody rocking. More than Geffen could handle. Geffen just says to Neil, you took everything from me. I don't even know you. Come on, man. Come on. Now we got Avengers now references go, now going. Now we got to go listen to watch Endgame, man. Jesus. Endgame, fucking great movie. I'll say it. Anyway. Yeah, the whole cowgirls thing. I saw the cowgirls lined up on the fence. A brand new Chevrolet. There's a car again. Yep. A brand new pair of seamless pants. We watched the moment of defeat. Played back over on the video screen. Somewhere deep inside my soul. I was watching a Cowboys game and appreciated the cheerleaders. Yeah, it kind of sounds like that. It definitely sounds like that. It's a weird thing to put into this song. That is a weird verse. I, yeah, right? Yeah. I, I, well, first, the first verse is about how I want to preserve the earth from humans. The second is like how I want to just preserve women to look at them. Is that like another man versus nature thing? I mean, that's what is a rodeo like women is. Women should be. They're a natural beauty. They should be preserved. In this verse, Neil covers <laughs> women. I don't know. It's, I don't know. That's a mysterious verse. But now that we found out he's some kind of serial killer, um, I don't want to go down this. I don't like this. I don't. You don't like, like that? Scene. No. I mean, if one song, I won't give you one song. Oh, there's probably a few actually. Now that we go back, <laughs> yeah, we can go back and find all the clues. His entire catalog is a, is like a Neil's uh, the just the Zodiac his, killer. His entire catalog is some kind of confession letter. Ridiculous! <laughs> like every fifth word in every song will lead to no, some kind Mike, of clue. Mike says is joking now, but like six months from now, he's gonna be like that. He's gonna be Charlie with yeah, all the things the on the wall. Pepe, <laughs> yeah, the Pepe Sylvia, <laughs> Neil Sylvia. <laughs> oh, but I'm, it's 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 a good recording, and he does use yeah, sound effects yeah, at the end. Sounds Luke. cool. Sounds he does cool. he? Yeah, he ends the song with just like the sounds of nature. Yeah, yeah, yeah played like right. the last 30 seconds. Yeah, yeah. And you guys got to listen to Earth. To me, it's like the a album. hilarious live album. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I have listened to it.
Yeah, you're right, I did hear that. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, you can hear it. Yeah, but this is this is it's not like sound effects. He's hitting a button three twenty. He's just playing some role of what the Earth would sound like without humans. It's a beautiful sound. Oh, so now you like the sound effects? It sounds. This a isn't like, sound effects. This is just him playing a, a recorded thing, probably see, from the sounds, which is a sound effect. It sounds to me a lot like Hootie and the Blowfish. Shit, we start, uh, yeah, it, it does, doesn't it? We got to start over. It, like, it, it went started, into the, okay. Right. I mean, I think this song is like uh, just a collection of what Neil thinks the ideal woman would be. <laughs> Welcome to. It's Lonely also Young. it's <laughs> also about Luca, Crosby, Stills, and there's Nash. There's a great version by uh, Shovels and Rope and Shaky Graves too. <laughs> there's a great version by the lead singer of TV on the radio that he sings in Rachel Getting Married. Oh yeah. my god, it's great. Can you play a little bit of the shovels and rope one with shaky graves? <sighs> Fine. Yeah, I like it. Do you have you heard that one, Shu? No. Do you know shovels and rope or shaky graves? I know shovels and rope. Yeah. Well, I don't know them. You'd know shaky graves too. He does the um that fucking the house is haunted. And the ghost is like Russ is like, you'd know Shaky Graves. He does that. I don't know. I couldn't remember the lyrics. <laughs> like the Michael Jackson <laughs> tune. <laughs> well, Russ, just, Russ just goes, yeah, Mike, you know Shaky Graves. He goes. <laughs> <laughs> what is the lyric? Why did I do, totally draw it's a blank? It's you and I both know. Oh, yeah, that's what it is. It's you not, and I both it's know. The just, house oh, my God. Hard. No, he, Mike, he's just like that other singer. You'd know him. He goes. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 dude. It's the fucking. <laughs> that one. This is the Shaky Graves version. No, well, it's shovels in Rome, technically. Shut the fuck up. Fuck off. Hoot my blowfish. Come on. I don't know. I don't like the rhythm. Yeah. It just doesn't... After me, it hearing doesn't, it after the Neil one, I'm like, yeah, yeah it's it just doesn't weird. fit with the lyrics. Come oh, this on. is a good This, this is, is a, good a great one. version. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this is so nostalgic for me, man. Welcome to Long May You Blow, <laughs> fish. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, welcome to Hoot May You Blow, fish. Long May You Blow, the only podcast oh, that talks oh, about Hootie oh, and the Blowfish. Oh. Alright, please. Let's end this. Please kill this. Kill it. Kill it with fire. Neil only wants to be with girls that he takes in his arrow stuff. Well, that was Harvest Moon. We ended it on a really good note there. Top such three? A, such a beautiful album. My top three are Let Her Cry. Uh, oh, <laughs> oh. That's a beautiful song. Not as beautiful as Such a Woman. Um, no, my real top three. My three is probably Harvest Moon. My two is Unknown Legend, and my one is You and Me. Wow. All same. right in the first. I have the same three and two. Okay. Harvest Moon, Unknown Legend. So three is Harvest Moon, two is Unknown Legend, and my number one is one of these days. Uh-huh. You and Me was tough for me to not put as three. 
but I'd want it with I went with Harvest Moon. That sounded confusing because it's an SC. You and me was tough for me, not for three, but two for three. Well, I wanted to go with the. Oh my no, god, I, I've the, lost. I wanted to I don't go even with, know what you like. I wanted anymore. to go with the one that was like. Okay, go. Uh, my number three would be one of these days. Yeah, baby. Okay. My number two would be Unknown Legend. My number one is from Hank to Hendrix. Wow. Nice. Yeah. yeah. All good. Yeah. I, I had a feeling. Best, I had a feeling. And I think that my was... number one song about abducting women would definitely be Dreaming Man. <laughs> Dreaming Man. Yeah. That's a great. I honestly had a feeling you, that, for the that Hank to Hendrix would be your favorite. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. It's song. a great song. That's an excellent it tune. Um, it was tough to pick between. Harvest Moon, you and me, and Hank to Hendrix. Yeah, because they're just all—they're all up yeah. there. And what would we cut? Come on, I have no idea. I have no idea. Yeah, I can't think either. Yeah, let's just think about it for a second. Let's just give it a second. Yeah, just would let's we all cut? take a minute. You know what? When we get really fucking sensitive, you yeah. should play this instead of the Sarah <laughs> McLaughlin. Yeah, that's a good idea, dude. <laughs> we have Neil video training music, and then we have. <laughs> Sensitive moment, Neil. Music. Yeah. What do you What do you think the podcast would be like if instead of the intro song I wrote, it just began? Welcome to Long May You Young. <laughs> this is <laughs> our Neil Young podcast, <laughs> where we mostly talk out of our. And then it goes to my. Okay. All right. I think these drinks worked out pretty well tonight. We'll be returning to these harvest moons. Thank you to Carlson Cider. <laughs> sponsor us, you fucks. Yeah. Yeah. That's work. how. That's how you get a sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> we all had the same uh, number two on this. Unknown Legend was all our number yeah. two. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. Yeah. Thank you very much. Don't forget thanks, to check youngsters. us out on uh, social media. Uh, we're Long May You Young uh, at Long May You Young on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, Long May You Young Facebook. Check that out. Also, um, look for us on the Neil Young subreddit. We have merch. And yes. tell your friends and spread the word. Long May any You Young Neil, podcast. Any big Neil fans you know in your life, this may not be what they want to hear, but it's yeah, their only option not. for yeah. a podcast about Neil. So, so longmayyouyoungpodcast.com. Thanks to the Pantheon Podcast Network. And the folks at AK, AKG for making AK, me. The AKG. folks at AKG. Thank you, folks at AKG. <laughs> Thanks to the folks at They're AKG. pretty good there. Thanks you know, to the folks at AKG. It's, it's AKG, so you know it's pretty good. Thanks for Jokey Jinkies for this fucking spooky Sneaky edible fudgies there. Yeah, I think that's <laughs> like it. These were edibles, in. weren't they? I'm sorry, guys. They, you, they were, and you Dude, the best knew part it. is such a woman is still playing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next week it's... um. Well, next Lucky week it's... Lucky 13, uh, I think. No, nah, well, we're, we're, are we going to do a Greatest Hits? We already covered the 80s. I mean, that's next on the... <laughs> Please shut this off. I'm going to stab myself in the neck with this plastic knife. If are we going to do Unplugged? Or are we yeah, gonna we're going to do... Yeah, Unplugged. Let's do Unplugged. Was, was Unplugged do you want to or... skip the fucking lucky 13 yeah because it was hard enough going through all the 80s albums do we have to revisit them what's we on talked lucky to, 13 it's that's, like that's, the 80s that's the ge- 80s geffen stuff the greatest of the 80s geffen you know what, let's, stuff let's talk <laughs> about, let's sorry talk the quote unquote. <laughs> let's oh, yeah. talk about let's figure yeah, it out all right bye okay. we love you youngsters all right okay. thanks
Stop. Stop that. Please stop. Hootie. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.